it's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. Cool. I got the keys where she's coming in and comment music. Tony. What is his name? Is Tony. He's about to be <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk Melon Bunny. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, you wanted to play little bit instead. I'm man's a hero! Wanna see what's better than number one looks like? I guarantee you blow the road like a shot. we now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, uh, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, guess what? You should stick with us, because we're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects. Well, I guess technically you have half of the usual suspects in the building. Uh, To my left, he is our riddle. No, he's not. He's our backbone, our pillar, our strength. He's our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman. He is Moses Magnum. Hello. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes I wear short shorts. Sometimes you wear short shorts. Is this better? Yeah. Okay. I thought th- these headphones don't help because they're not like up to my standard of quality in headphones, but it sounds better to me. It does. I don't know, man. That, I guess that mic is just not the mic we usually use. Yeah. I don't know what happened to the other one, though. Well, I have one at home, so... That's not the one Joe usually uses, though, because you didn't just take it, right? Well, you, no, you know what it is? Oh, you took it last week. The one, it's, Joe probably uses that one, but he turns it off when he's not on it. Oh. Like, he turns it off until you talk to him, and I don't do that. I feel like... Right. I mean, nor should you. I feel like there's a different mic that we usually use, but I don't know. There might be. I don't know. Well, we had, like, five. Yeah, you know what? Uh, wait. Why don't you here? Here's a mic. Why don't you? Oh, yeah. Why don't you put that mic on that thing and see if it makes any difference? You know, it's 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 good that we started on time and all, but maybe we should do this before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you sounded alright. Yeah, I'm just a stickler. Indeed. The thing is, my headphones weren't up, so oh, well. I, I couldn't really tell. I understand. Plus, I'm reading like. 400 pages of Secret Wars <laughs> before the show. Those books are too damn long. That's definitely two microphones. The, the only check, thing that, 
That mic sounds good. The only thing is yeah. it has no off, yeah. off switch, so you have to turn off at the... Right. Nah, but I, I'm, I'm good with the other one. Okay, cool. Cool. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Fantastic Forum. We've got a great show for you today. Oh, real quick, shout out to... Uh, the TV? J- <laughs> no, not the TV. I don't. I don't talk to TV unless Joe makes me. <laughs> but uh, and he's not here. There it is. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Oz. They're not here right now, but I'm sure they will be at some point. But you know, the TV's here, so I don't know. You know, maybe you do care. Some some listener out there like, what about the TV? The the Jayites, <laughs> the the friggin' the J fans. There, you're welcome. Oh, speaking of J fans, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's the friggin' he's the friggin' riddle inside of Enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. He must have really had to pee. Uh, yeah, yeah. He look. And and he's friggin' you don't know him and you love him anyway. He's our silent assassin Jay. And I'll go mic him while he pees. He's <laughs> But he'll he'll talk to you when he comes back to the microphone. Until then, you're you're gonna have to just settle for uh uh our friggin' resident Dark Knight Detective, our intrepid cub reporter. He's the next in line for the cowl. He is Oz. What do you mean settle? <laughs> exactly. What do you mean settle? Everybody knows that they love Oz way more than they love Jay. It's like if Jay has like four fans, Oz has like seven. <laughs> no, that can't be right because we only have like eight listeners. Look, it turns out that the other one is your fan and that's it. That's all of our fans, Mo. You're not that popular, it turns out. I don't know what to tell you. It happens. It's okay. You don't have to be popular. You're correct. <laughs> As for me, they're like, ah, oh, Mayor, he's a little bland. Whatever. Uh, anyway, welcome to Fantastic Forum. Good to hear from you, Oz. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> well, 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 thanks. <laughs> well, no, I, you're settling for me, huh? No, it's not. It's not. It's not me. I think you're fantastic. I didn't think I was a settlement. Everybody, okay. every you're you're a settlement. Sure. Now that now that Jay left, it's like, oh no, you aren't the ugly one. No, no, it's not me. It's the fans. It's not my fault that the fans like Jay Moore. I don't know why. Jay Moore. He's not on this show. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me either. Right. That's why they settled for me. I'm right. That's what I'm saying. It's not even like I'm not even a big Jay fan myself. Sometimes. He's only okay. I'm like, eh. Where did the other microphone go? Uh, uh he's gonna need the off switch. Oh. There you go. <laughs> oh, I get it. The TV's not on, so it's not part of the show today. The TV is on. It is in fact not part of the show anyway, as most days. But you know Your 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 mic's not on yet, Joe. You gotta you gotta put on your headphones so you know if you if people can hear you. No, I don't. I make a statement, and then <laughs> people either hear it or they don't. No, man, that's bad. That's bad shows. That's how bad. Oh, shows there's work. my headphones. Right, that's how bad shows work. We're good. We're a good show. We're a good show, Joe. You rare and Joe's like you didn't set up the background. Joe doesn't realize that none of us care about this TV, except for him. We're like, we don't need background stuff. We're talking about stuff that's happening right now. Like, we're doing a show, Joe. If you didn't need background, why was it on? 
Because we forgot to turn it off. That's bullshit. It just, <laughs> it just added so much to the show. It felt so natural. <laughs> so, as I promised, we do have a great show for you today. <laughs> I, uh, I brought my anti, anti-tiger anti claw buzzer. <laughs> Your anti-tiger claw buzzer? Like, say a tiger claw is uh, Hey, guys. You know uh, Mad Max didn't get... Number one spot because of Pitch Perfect. Well, what the? a vibrator? Yeah. <laughs> That's a tiger. Whenever Tiger Claw says something asinine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. I don't know if you guys know, but you have to understand that the Suicide Squad movie has. <laughs> <laughs> I do a bad tire claw impression. I feel like there's someone out there that could do a better one. You know, you guys. <laughs> he's Italian. <laughs> if Tiger Claw was Italian, it's like Mad Max his... was better than Avengers in the action field. <laughs> that, that does that does sound like something Tiger Claw would say. I didn't see Mad Max. I didn't but, either, but apparently everybody loves it. Well, dude, I I heard someone say that it's like a professional critic, and not someone that uh, when I say professional critic, I'm like somebody gets paid to critique movies, yeah. and this is somebody that I've listened to on a regular basis, so they don't. I know they don't just fawn over everything, but this person said that the two greatest chase scenes in the history of movies might be at the beginning and the end of this film. I was like, what? That sounds like something Derek H. would would judge. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, absolutely. De- Derek didn't say it. If Derek had said it, I would know it was true, because I'm sure Derek is somewhere listening, or if he's not listening, he felt a tingle in his spine just now where he's like, somebody said something about chase scenes. <laughs> I don't That's think ridiculous. it's his spine. <laughs> but but it's like they they were like the movie starts off with this amazing chase scene that they were just like that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen on film and then they're like at the end they up the ante. <laughs> like, the, the whole movie is basically a long chase scene. Really? So you saw it? Did you like it? Well, it says Fury yeah. Road like That's true. I mean, it's a, yeah, right. It could all take place on a freeway. <laughs> it's one one big matrix freeway scene. Yeah. <laughs> and what w- were the cart or were the chases that epic, Oz? They were, and you throw in the fact that they weren't CGI chases either. I mean, these were real, really? real stuff. All practical effects. Yeah, I mean, there was some CGI, like oh, okay. there was, but like mostly not. Scene. Yeah, there was one scene that. I watched it and the whole time I'm thinking, okay, that was for the 3D people. <laughs> it, was, it was so clearly, you know, stuff coming right at you. It's like, okay, there you go, 3D people. Now you're happy. <laughs> Wait, so okay, did you there have you go, to... tire claw. Now you got your... <laughs> did you have to drive your hour and a half to go see that flick? Yeah. Oh, jeez. But you didn't feel like, you didn't feel like it wasn't worth it or anything? No, I mean, you know, he got to watch another movie on the way. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Like, I'm not bad at that. Oz has his own laugh track. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Um. So I'm looking. Oh well, actually, I should finish the intro, shouldn't I? Yeah. Uh. We have a great show. We're gonna talk about uh, Secret Wars number one. We're gonna talk about Justice League forty. We're going to uh, bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news, including talking about uh, the the Supergirl trailer or the Supergirl sneak peek and the gem friggin' trailer and uh, whatever else it is that you guys want to talk about. And uh, But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys. The All Games community for longest this time, equipment, opportunity, and ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. Jeffrey's will send comic books directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. All you have to do is make sure that you do a $10 minimum purchase, let them know what it is you want, and they will send it out directly to you for the low, low, flat fee of $5 anywhere in the continental U.S. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. Let's say that you don't really do single issues, though. You're more of a trade paperback kind of individual. You're more of a graphic novel type of individual. Well, guess what? Jeffries has those, too. In fact, if you go ahead and buy three, mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to toss in a fourth one for free. So give them a call at 310 310- Five three eight three one nine eight. You can do it now. They're open, if you like. If you're listening live. If you're listening uh, on the archive, then... You can still call them and leave a message. That's true. They might be open. They may not. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, um, we got a few different ways to get with Fantastic Forum. First and foremost being our Skype line. Skype's the free internet soft phone. only takes a few minutes to download. Uh, if you don't have it already, you can put Fantastic Forum into your contacts at the green button, and you will be right now the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Or you could always jump into the chat room, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat, where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as Dungeon Buster, who says, I'd believe that critic watch Fury Road. Yeah, most of the movie is one mega chase. It's like Thunderdome for vehicles. Well, there you go. Uh, I do see Tiger Claws in chat, too. It says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Have you guys seen Mad Max Fury Road? <laughs> it's one of the best action movies of the year. There you go. It's uh, it, The whole story is told with action. Like, There's really hardly any lines. That's even better. There's hardly any lines. I love it. I could just toke a spliff and fucking watch all the action. <laughs> Tiger Claws. Like the, the only time they, they have dialogue is just to give you a little break, you know, let your adrenaline come back down before they, they go at it again. <laughs> That's how Mad Max should be. Yeah, just, just enough time to smoke a cigarette before you go at it again. Tiger Claw says, when Moses says something asinine, that buzzer should be shoved in his mouth. <laughs> LOL. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um... I know a lot of a lot of dudes were like bent out of shape about the idea of of Charlie Theron's character being such a big part of that movie. Was that was that an issue for you at all, Law, since you actually saw it, or did it fit well? No, I thought it was great. I think people had a problem because it seems like she's the real hero of the of the tale. Mad Max just happens to be along for the ride, and and that didn't bother you any, huh? 
No, she was badass. Well, there you go. It's it, it's kind of nice to see a movie where a dude can fight a chick and just go all at it. It's not like, oh, one punch and she's down and uh, like she was. She gave just as she can we she gave it to. <laughs> She gave what? She she gave and she took. I mean, she she took some hard hits and got back up and kept fighting. Nice. You know, it, it makes it more realistic because you know they're both fighting for their lives. You you're not gonna you're not gonna pull your punches. Right. Right. That's cool. I want to go see it. I think I'm gonna see Ex Machina first though. I want to see that joint, and I feel like that'll move. That'll leave theaters before Fury Road. Even though, who knows? Because I, I mean, I know it did come in number two, and Ex Machina. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Mad Max. Really? Yeah, behind Pitch Perfect. I know. What I know they weren't a baseball happy movie. <laughs> no, Pitch Perfect is the the chick singing the Glee Club movie. Oh, with that fat chick. That's not funny. <laughs> well. I guess there's an opinion. <laughs> but yes, that one. Uh, I hate America. That's what people were looking for this weekend. I know. That's that's a shame. You know. Well, you know what? I you know, I know what happened. All the guys forced their girls to watch um, Avengers already, so now it's payback. Maybe so. That's, that's very it's much. It's got to be. Even though they secretly enjoyed look, looking at Thor and Captain America. <laughs> I don't know any girl that was forced to go watch that. That's true. I, it seems like a lot of people wanted. Everyone wanted to go. That's because yeah. that's because you don't hang around stupid people. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something mean, but... <laughs> but you remembered I left North Dakota. I mean, I left California. So no. Uh, well, yeah, that too. Well, the reason I didn't say anything is like is because there was two things. Like all my stupid people moved to North Dakota, ah. but or I do Fantastic Forum once a week. Ah. <laughs> so then now I said both. <laughs> he called you stupid, Joe. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but I throw myself into that too. He did. Caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you calling from, and what you want to talk about. What's up? It's Tyre Claw from Hialeah, Florida, and I have the power to stop Moses when he says something. Oh, asinine! Okay. Got it. What you want to tell you about Tyre Claw? Well, just I saw Fury Road over the weekend as well, and I and I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's like a video game. Which game? All the action in that movie was like watching a one of those. Uh, those video games that you, that you drive cars and you shoot stuff. It's like one of like a, like a twisted metal or something like that. Because it just kept on going and going, and then halfway through the movie, it stopped for a little bit to get the the story out a little bit, and then it charges right back up again and just keeps on going to the uh, to the end. There it is. It is that insane. It's that insane, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not bad at that. It's funny because you're like, it's like one of those video games where, you know, you're in a car and you shoot people, and my mind immediately went to Spy Hunter, and I was like, Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like yeah, it's like you 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 
play one of those uh, card games and then you go against boss battles, which is bigger cards and stuff like that. It, 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 it's just balls out insane. I think the movie's a game changer in terms of how they shoot all the action scenes because uh, there hasn't been a movie like this in 30 years. What, what's, what sets it apart so much that there hasn't... Like, what was the last movie that was like this? <laughs> Mad Max 2? Uh... <laughs> there hasn't been there hasn't been a Mad Max, Mad Max movie for thirty years. Oh oh oh! You're talking about a, Mad, a movie like this. When you say that, you mean like Mad Max? Okay. Yeah, yeah, like a Mad Max. It hasn't been thirty years. Mad Max really, is the though, only right? one that of its kind that did this kind of a uh, type style of film. I mean, and but what about I think like, Thunderdome was eighty seven? That wasn't really Mad Max. That's that's what I meant by thirty years because that was the last one that came out, and it's been thirty years since. But is 87 30 years ago? Oh, I guess so, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. But but what about like movies like uh like Death Race? Isn't that kind of like Mad Max or no? I've never know. seen Mad know. Max. What? I never seen that one, but Mad Max came the first one was like in 79, I think. I don't know what year Death came out. I mean, they had, like, a death race and I want to say, I don't know, like, maybe late 80s, and then they had one in 2000. Yeah, that, the the one, I think it was, like, one of Stallone's first movies. Yeah, yeah. but those movies had plot, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a and, plot. And, and that's one of those Roger Corman movies. Is it, is it a Roger Corman movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay, good job, Tiger Claw. I like, why do you know that, but you haven't seen it? Because he's, he's, like, 30 years old. <laughs> so okay but 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 you feel like uh this definitely sets itself apart in that mad max ish kind of style or whatever yeah, i think yeah i think this one i think this film raised the bar in, ter- in terms of all the action scenes that they shot because everything was shot practically except for a few minor scenes that needed cgi but everything else was all real the explosions were real People, the people, you know, on those uh, those rods swinging around, those were all real. Okay. Yeah. A lot of a lot of practical effects. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool indeed. That's that's all right. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad Oz enjoyed it, and I think I will enjoy it when I see it. There. They're also coming out with a video game. I don't know when that one's going to get released. Is it the kind of movie that will... Will it be good to have a game for this movie? Well, he said the movie uh, was like a video the game. Movie, the game is not based on the movie itself. It's, it's, it's set in the same universe. But it doesn't follow the movie. <laughs> that, w- that wasn't me. Oh. I, I think that was like uh, somebody's mm-hmm. phone vibrating. And that was definitely for you. <laughs> oh, not buzzer battles. Jeez. <laughs> I, I, Tiger Clyde didn't buzz you. Like, it was Oz's cell phone. Because <laughs> I guess he got mentioned on Twitter or something. That's funny. I, I'm not really going to buzz you. Like, <laughs> It's funny to talk about buzzing you. 
But it's not really going to be buzzing. Yeah, it's not good for the show to just buzz you every time you say something. Well, well, there is a lot of buzz on the show tonight because of what you guys are going to be talking about. Indeed. Indeed. You see what he did there? I did see what he did there. I did see what he did there. I hear the buzz. (laughs) Um, Did... Just, just real quick, because <laughs> while, while while we're talking about Buzz, Spe- <laughs> speaking speaking of Buzz, did you guys see the gem trailer? <laughs> no, I, I did. I did see it. Jay, what did you think of the gem trailer? It was completely not what I expected. Um, I know when I first heard about the gem movie. Uh, the synopsis I read for it mm-hmm. was completely different than what this movie is about. Really? Yeah. Let's, I don't remember the synopsis, but I, I, all I know is this... The, for the trailer for this movie? Yeah. It's basically they become famous, become a band, and she ends up ostracizing her bandmates. And, pers- uh, you know, because... The record label wants her to be the star, and so she kind of ostracizes her bandmates, but then they make up, and, you know. That sounds totally like yeah. Jim. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't deal with this movie. That's not like Jim. You know, it's just like Jim. It's amazing. No, it's nothing like it at all. They hit it out the park it's, once it's again. Like, and it's messed up, yeah, because the like, original synopsis that I read was, like, perfect for a Jim movie. But do you remember what that story was supposed to be? It was basically they like are banned and they go on this like a music like a scavenger hunt in order to get like a record contract. Mm-hmm. Which is Jim. That like that was probably an episode from Jim. <laughs> Where they went on a scavenger hunt to get a record contract. Well, no, it was probably something different because in the show, they already had their band. Right. But I think, I'm pretty sure they did go on a scavenger hunt at some point. I believe that. It was the 80s. I think you had to have a scavenger hunt episode that was like... Why do they need a scavenger hunt? Are they not good? Because that's what they used to do that, like, in the 80s. Yeah. Every cartoon was like a death race. Right. (laughs) Right. There was one where, like, everyone would get in a car and they had to race... Either across, like, either all types of environments or a desert. And they're like, if you don't win, the world will end. And it's like, what? (laughs) That's what made that Speed Racer movie so cool. Yeah. That was a great movie. After, after, right. After I saw the, you know, after I saw the gem trailer, it's nothing like the cartoon. Where's the, where's the musical fantasy element? Where's the misfits? Where's the computer and, and synergy? Where's all that stuff? No, I, I agree with Tiger Claw. Wait, wait, Tiger Claw. Where is this lucidity coming from? All of a sudden, like, what? Look, he's afraid he's gonna get buzzed. That's what? Uh, what? Why no, all of a no, sudden? I, I just, I just know it. Wait, but how come all of a sudden you? Oh, so wait, so is it that you used to watch Gem back in the day, but you didn't watch any of the other cartoons in the eighties? Like, why is Transformers no. okay, but Gem is like a no. travesty? Well, I mean, it, there there are certain there are certain elements in Gem that speak to you. Would have been interesting to see done in a live action, but judging from this trailer, this looks more like a generic uh, 
teenage uh, I mean a generic movie about a, a, a band that wants to get big or something like that and and all the drama that happens in between there is none of the fantasy elements that you see from the TV show damn it Tiger Claw you're like spot the, on Tiger Claw Tiger Claw did you jerk off to Jim and, and and another most important part of Jim was the rival band, the Misfits. That's yeah, but you don't need them in the first movie. They could come out in the second movie. No, no, Wait, you should have Misfits, misfits in, in the first. The, I don't band? agree. No. What? Why not? I'm not saying that you can't have them. I'm saying it's not necessary for the first movie. Who's Jim and the holograms going to fight? Like I said, if you're doing the origin. They could fight the I mean, demon head. <laughs> and, cool. and, and the mo- and the cartoon wasn't always about them, you know, playing music and stuff. They all they have all these different types of adventures. Yeah, man, Jim solves crimes, yo. No, Josie and the Pussycat solved crimes. Jim solves crimes. No, Jim never solved a crime. What are they doing with all oh, these episodes? Here's another. And why why do they even have secret identities? Another thing missing in this trailer <laughs> was the music. What, hap- what happened to the theme song? I mean, I can understand the theme song changing possibly because it was the eighties. I mean, and, 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 even and, though and, I wouldn't and, change and it. The gem theme song. You know what we get? We get some music from One Direction. Is was that music? One Direction music? Not what she was singing, yeah. but some of the background music. Oh. It was interesting because I was like, "This is like literally a movie." That's been made already, like, like I want to say at least two dozen times, mm-hmm. and they just put Jim. The they just put Jim's name on it. No, not Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats is a different story. Yeah, that was much closer to the original, like yeah. the source material. Right. <laughs> right. Even like the casting was like on point because it looked like the comics, and not, not so much the the. You talk about Josie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. not 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 the actual band members, but like the villains and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, no, jo- Josie and the Pussycats movie. I mean, I didn't watch it, but from what I've seen. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but from what I've seen. I watched it. it it's okay. <laughs> it looks. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. The, the way that Larry said uh, I haven't seen it. it seemed a little. <laughs> no, no, I'm not judging. It's like. Next, I... ne- guess what? Next, he didn't see Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I didn't. See? And, yeah. And keep in mind, me this gem movie is directed by. The, and, the and same guy who did Magic Mike G.I. off the table. He didn't watch that either. <laughs> I, I did watch Magic Mike. Me neither. But <laughs> but I mean I'm sure it's a good movie. I don't know. Anyway, this was a movie that's been made, and they just slapped Jim's name on it. And I was just like, why would you do that? Like, why why didn't you just make your movie? Like, why put Jim's name on this movie? Especially considering like it's not like. I mean, not to say that the movie should be glam, but it kind of right. should be glam, right? You know, that's one thing I did like. Um, like, her onstage persona, she looks good. Like, she looks like a now version of Jim. You think so? Yeah. I think now Jim would have more makeup. No. Nah. What does she look like now? Um, she's got, like, uh, like, a pink stripe, like, over one eye, like, not like a striped stripe, but like, you know, like triangled. Yeah. And she's got like the pink hair, but like shortcut. I feel I feel like Jem Jem today 
And it's not like a faded pink. It's like a, a pink like pink. pink. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Gem today is somewhere in between like pink and Lady Gaga. That's what I would have imagined. Like she's more. I mean, she's she's truly outrageous. You can't be truly out. That chick is not truly outrageous. That chick is just this, more like Katy yeah, Perry. This, this is I can, absolutely right. I this can Gem see is truly outrageous bad. I can see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Like. And yeah, now that you say it, I can see both versions. Like, I'm still cool with the how they did it, mm-hmm. but if they had done that, that would have been cool too. Yeah, I mean, and just because, like, I would, I, like, it would seem to me, especially like in this day and age, like, you have to have like, Gem is a spectacle, you know what I'm saying? And it's not like, not in a way that, not meat suit Lady Gaga because it's like that's too much. No, but like pink. Like, yeah. Pekin's done some stuff, like, that yeah. would be, like, gem. Right. Exactly. And so it's just kind of like, oh, and especially, like, how how do you, like, how do you mess around and not do the holograms thing? Like, you don't put no, no nothing holographic in the trailer? Like, holograms are kind of hot right now. You know, not the hottest they've ever been, because Lord knows, like, I think Tupac at Coachella is as ho- the height of holograms, and then that's it. <laughs> and then after that, everything after that is like down. Well, Stephen Hawking was a hologram. Uh, but maybe Jem uh, could have brought it back. I don't know if that's true. I mean, um, Miku was like basically a hologram. I agree with you, but I'm ta- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about it in America. Oh, that place <laughs> where where we live. Where where the only place that will show Jem probably. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we're, I'm talking what about, about here. <laughs> what about the Vocaloid? Isn't that a wasn't that a hologram too? That's, that's who the who Vocaloid. Is. Yeah, that's who Miko Miku is. That's what Joe's just saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know her name. It's... She's awesome. She's her name is worth knowing. I but, think so too. No, nah, trust me. After like when we went to that concert, I was like blown away. And I look, I think the first time we went, I couldn't even see. And I was still blown away. <laughs> I was just like, man, this is crazy. Like, we are, like, in here doing it. It's like, I only can imagine what it'd be like now that I can actually see her. Because <laughs> I think, well, the thing, though, is, like, at first, we were sitting up top, and I right. couldn't see anything. And then they moved us down towards the front, and then I could see things kind of. Right, because we were only allowed to record the first seven songs. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool, and I was like, you know what? Like these songs are catchy as hell. They seem fun. I don't know exactly what she's saying, but sometimes I do. <laughs> right. And yeah, I'm a I'm a fan, fan enough. But holograms, like where are the holograms? I'm just saying, like I mean, I'm not. I didn't have to be holographic people, but there should be. Like it's called Jim and the holograms, and I understand the holograms. Well, I will say it is. I understand if you don't put it in the trailer. Besides, uh, let me finish. Besides, I don't like it's a trailer, but it really seems like more of a story trailer. Like I think the actual like when they actually get into like trailer two and trailer three, mm-hmm. we're gonna get a lot more of the f- general feel as opposed to just what the story is. If there's not a computer AI in this joint. It's like I may have to start a friggin' change.org petition. 
Like, Boy, yeah, you might as well boycott this movie. Boycott this movie. All the... And while we're at it, boycott Transformers. I, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna do it's, it like I'm gonna do it, it like it, Congress. It, it, I'm gonna put <laughs> I'm gonna put a friggin' uh, a caveat onto the bill, and then like when you sign this, you're saying that you don't like Transformers too, God. <laughs> it, it's it's so it's so messed up because this is from the guy who directed GI Joe Retaliation, and that turned out pretty well. How could he fuck this up? Well, <laughs> no, actually, GI Joe. I think that's the first time I ever heard oh, wait. Tiger Claw cuss. No, Retaliation, yeah. Never mind, I was thinking of something else. Mm-hmm. I think. Retaliation was the... The animated joint. Right. Yeah, that was great. That's funny. So, I don't know. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with Gem and them. Gem and them. Uh, I was just kind of trying to see if anybody's saying anything in chat, but... Nah, not about Gem. Yeah, I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Uh, it's, let's face it, Gem is not made for, it's made for a certain demographic, and we are not part of that demographic anyways. Honestly, if it weren't Bloomhouse, I probably wouldn't even cared in the first place. I, I, who's, who's the Gem demographic? Joe. No, I'm the Bloomhouse demographic. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Bloomhouse is a horror, they basically do a lot of horrors. They're horrors? big Horror movies, oh. uh, Paranormal Activity, Insidious, Sinister. Oh, Bloomhouse is a studio. Yeah, you know, you know who's the gem, you know who's the gem demographic for Gem? Those fucking people who saw Pitch Perfect two. You saw it, didn't you? No. <laughs> I was gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> I, was I don't waiting, know. I was waiting for him to say, it. yeah. He had I did. To think about it. <laughs> He's gonna watch it next week. <laughs> this, this week was Mad Max. <laughs> I, I next week know. I'm gonna watch Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. See, I would think Tomorrowland and Jim would be in the same demographic. I would think so too. Right. I want to see Tomorrowland. I would have watched Jim if it looked like the cartoon. Just a little bit, not even yeah. a lot. I don't know. I mean, that. I guess that's why I was quiet during this segment because you're like I could give no shits. Like <laughs> I didn't like the cartoon, and I say I didn't like it because I didn't watch it. So I don't know if I liked it or didn't like it. <laughs> oh, but you, I don't even want to give it a shot. Oh, you loved it, and then yeah, you loved it, and here I am. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, what's Joe about to say? Well, I mean, just to give Mo like a kind of an idea, I was going to say it's kind of like, you know, less cartoony chipmunks. So if you like the chipmunks, you may like Jim. Well, but it's less cartoony, right? Right. But I like the cartooniness of chipmunks. Yeah. But you also like characters and character development. Yeah, but that's not the only thing I look for. Right. It's not the only thing, but whereas Chipmunks, like, doesn't have that at all, Jim does have it. So they may or may not balance out. I don't know. Yeah. And by no means am I telling you to go watch Jim. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah, at this point, if I start watching it now, I'm like... Right. I'm definitely not going to. It's one of those things, like, if I would have watched it as a kid and kind of. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. If yeah. you had watched it as a kid, you I may have liked it. it. Yeah, because I like the chipettes. 
Right. <laughs> like they're the misfits. Right. The chipettes are the misfits? Yeah. They were always fighting against competing. Yeah, but that was a friendly rivalry. They they liked yeah, each other. Yeah, because they all fucked each other anyway. Right. Eventually. Not <laughs> much, at first. Much like Jem like and the mis- so. Gem and the holograms of the misfits. See that? Yeah, maybe I would like Jem Jem was a show that you watched as a kid but never told anyone else about it. No, I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah, me neither. I watched it. I watched all the cartoons back then. Like, even the ones that weren't for us. You you didn't have a lot of choices either. It's not like there was a lot of stations. I watched Beverly Hills Teens. It's like you watch whatever's on TV. Like Beverly Hills Teens theme song was hot. (laughs) I don't remember it. Oh, dude. I'm going to pull that joint out. (laughs) That'll be our break music. There it is. There it is. What else has Buzz? <laughs> oh, did you the see that? Supergirl has buzz. Yeah. Before we go into that, did you see the new onset photos for the Joker? Oh no. Yeah. Remember how they said that that wasn't what the Joker looked like? Right. Yeah. The onset photos show him with an open shirt and he's got the tattoo. Oh. But well, not on his face though. Huh? Right? Not on his face they, though. No, I think I saw one on there. Oh yeah? Yeah, like the tear. I didn't see it. Did you see, not the damaged. Did you see, and a little off subject, but did you see uh, Simpsons last night? Was it the Rick and Morty? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the couch gag. But yeah. Was, yeah. That's the, that that's awesome. the important part. Yeah. The couch awesome. gag. That was amazing. I bet Larry was lost. <laughs> why, why would I? Because you, you don't know who Rick and Morty are. I know who they are. No, nah, but you don't get it. What? I got it. It's so awesome that they did that. I like, know, right? And it was like a little mini episode of Rick and Morty, like yeah, like, five minute couch gag, which is like, like it felt like Rick and Morty. Yeah. I just they they put them on Hulu, so I just watched them all over again. So, mm-hmm. I saw it. I liked it. Whatever. I oh, he does it. have the face tattoos. Does yeah, he really? I told you, including the damaged. Wow. I told you. Y'all motherfuckers didn't listen to me. You forgot about Dre. <laughs> and, and he drives a car, apparently. <laughs> Listen. Yes, that's that's the worst offense. We're going to go on break. <laughs> this is Fantastic Forum. We'll be back in just a moment after these messages. We'll be right back. This is Fantastic Farm only on allgames.com. Uh, that was the Beverly Hills Teens theme song. 
And I don't think I've heard that joint in probably like, what, 30, 25 years? It's not as good as I remember it. <laughs> not, not, not as good as I remember it at all. I wish I had been able to stay through the break and hear it. Oh, I was like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like terrible. It just wasn't like, I remember really, like, I, re- I know I really enjoyed that theme song. And now I'm listening to it like. Did you sang the theme song the whole time? I mean, not this time, but back in the day. I don't know. Maybe I just wanted to live in Beverly Hills or something. I don't know. I remember there was like there was like the one the one obligatory black guy was there in was. This. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was a black. Oh, I don't a, remember. That was, um, was a black Beverly Hill teen. I don't know that he was in a lot of episodes, but he was around. Yeah, I, I definitely don't even remember him. His name was probably like Tyrone or something like that. Malik. <laughs> like I remember the the main girl and they had the spoiled girl. And there was a robot. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, I didn't remember there was a robot. No, because... Yeah, don't get started on my show, y'all, because y'all are explaining it wrong. I remember there was a robot <laughs> because it was like... There was like their servant. So it was like, oh, they're so rich to have a robot butler. Like, Was it a black robot? It's only because no. they wouldn't let them use the black guy anymore. But I don't remember a black guy. Yeah. Uh, caller, why don't you go ahead and tell the people who you are, where you're calling from, and what it is that you want to talk about. I ain't got to introduce myself. Everybody on this damn show knows who I am, including the people <laughs> listening. <laughs> they know who I am, Greg. <laughs> I have the power to declare myself with authority. There it is. Xenocore, ladies and gentlemen. Are you, wait, are you the authority on Beverly Hills Teen? Is that what you said? I grew up with this one, man. All those shows, because they had a good musical intro, always stick in my head. Yeah. So I, I grab on the, the audio stuff. That's how I knew they were going to mess up uh, Human Target when it was on, because they switched the, the intro song to something that wasn't as epic as it was before. I knew that show was garbage the moment they did that. <laughs> and it was true. So. That's funny. Yeah, but yeah, all these shows, all their intros and stuff, they, back in the 80s, they actually put some effort in the intros of the shows. They don't do that no more. They did. No, nah, now they have a little monologue. At the beginning of everything. That's kind of yeah, true. They can, heaven forbid they have a theme song like what they do on anime and stuff like that. You know, so. Yeah, man. No, there was a token female in this one. Oh, wait. It, was, there was no, it wasn't no. It was a black guy? It was a chick? Yeah. In what? Beverly Hills Teen? Beverly Hills Teen. Wait. No, there were a bunch of chicks. Yeah, there like, were, it was mostly no, chicks. No, there was one token black chick in this one. Oh, okay. I got you. It was a black girl. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew they had. A, I knew they had the token. I knew yeah, that. Yeah, they had the whole stereotype: the the cute girl, the cute dude, the stuck up one, the southern belle, the rocker chick, the rocker dude, their hangabouts, and uh, the token black chick. But they actually did her justice. She's actually trying to be a judge, so it wasn't like she was trying to do something uh, stereotypical. <laughs> She's gonna be a basketball player. <laughs> Before the WNBA, a professional breakdancer. <laughs> Her whole thing was being valedictorian. She was a bookworm. So, oh, see, but now that's almost the same thing, though. Like, uh, I guess in the eighties when they're like, oh, you're like, like how they made uh, all uh, like the Bionic Six, right? And everybody like the the, the I, black guy's Bionic power was being smart, right? He no, his flower was being tough. He was already smart. He wasn't tough. That's not he how I say the it. Rick of the group IQ. 
Yeah, I remember IQ. I got all. I got the bootlegs I bought at the last con I went to. <laughs> Wait, so what was? What, so oh, he was, was on VHS. So he was invulnerable. Like you know, they had pops and mom, right? And then the four kids, two adopted, two theirs. The black kid was brilliant already. It just happened that he could lift like twenty tons once he worked out. So. I don't remember him being strong. I just remember yeah, him being he was, smart. Yeah, he's in the no, he was strong he was and he was. Up shit. I mean, like, he was strong, but he was. They're all strong because they're all bionic. Right, no, he wasn't was like particularly stronger than. Dude, that's so racist. Like, that's even more racist. Well, I guess you could say that one's stereotypical too. The black guy is the big, huge one. I don't remember being that much bigger than everybody else. No, he wasn't he bigger. He's the one that's picking up like 30-ton boulders and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> chuck it. Chuck this. You're good at chucking stuff. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah all them old 80s shows that just faded into nothing. I was, I was a big fan of it. Bionic 6 is, is ready for a reboot. Like, I don't uh, know if they could do that one. Sure they can. I mean, they could do it, but they're going to change the complete... Karate one? It it's going to be like six Iron Men. The, the bionic... The bionic... Uh, the bionic Asian dude that and Johnny Storm had could, Johnny Storm can play IQ. No, no, he could be... He could be Karate one. I mean, you could do it, but when I went back and, and watched the full episode like the other day, I forgot how hokey it was. Yeah, man. Dude, it was even more hokey than I remember. Com- it's like, you think Power Rangers is over the top? No. Uh, by- this show was even way more over the top of that. I didn't even think that was possible. No, it is. Like, even the one scene I remember is, like, they captured IQ. And he had, like, for some reason, there was a little kid following him around or whatever, his friends. <laughs> and IQ gets captured. And uh, the bad guys are, like, trying to influence the little kid. And so they put IQ in a cell with, like, a hologram so that it looks like he's lounging on a table instead of tied to it. And the kid is like, they're taking care of you. <laughs> it's like, it's weird because it's, like, it the like most a- unnatural position that he could not move from. <laughs> and it's like. The one thing they did do right with that show, though, is that could have easily been uh, a comic book series or universe on its own. They actually put enough depth in it to where they could. They had already had like like 10 or 12 main characters that could have had their own books just based off what they did with that show. That's outside funny. of the Bionic City. Word. Which I'm, I thought was pretty cool. I'm but looking. Of course, they won't do anything with it. I'm looking in the chat. I see Wyland uh, saying. Uh, they need to do Guillermo del Toro's Inhumanoids. I would, I would watch that. Oh, that would be so. Dope. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. I don't, I don't like. Couldn't take my money fast enough for Guillermo <laughs> del Toro's Inhumanoids. They'd be like, "Sir, why are you camping out in front of this movie theater?" Guillermo del Toro's Inhumanoids. Just in case. They're like, they haven't started production. <laughs> they haven't announced. Just in case. Guillermo del Toro's Inhumanoids. That's all I would be saying to this fool. Visionaries now, because that's basically like Pokemon. Vis- visionaries would be a cool show. Yeah, the Visionaries. I would watch I, I it. I really though. got into Visionaries, man. Vi- visionaries was, was really cool. What they could not do and they shouldn't think about doing would be like Sky Commanders. That yeah, was, Sky Commanders used to drop. Yeah, that's awesome so toys. I love them. Way too hokey. I love the one with the holograms in the chat. And like, that that was visionary. Oh, <laughs> that that they should do. No, that that was terrible. No, no, it's it's fun. 
the, the thing that really pissed me off though is that the intro was hot, was such a high quality compared to the show. Right. It's like, when are they going to do the stuff they did in the intro? That's all. That's what happens. That's what happens. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's talk. Uh, wait. So, wh- how do you guys feel? Because we only just touched on it super quick. How do you guys feel? This bodes for Suicide Squad with these Joker tattoos being there and gonna I be. I think people are getting too upset for nothing because it's the it's the movie version. It's gonna be different in little ways. They've got a director people, who wants to put. Remember, people got it. upset with. Uh, remember that people got upset with uh, Keith Ledger when he was cast as the Joker, and look how he turned out. Dead. Damn us. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, it, 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 too yeah, soon. He, he too turned soon. out to be a really good Joker. No, and and. Oh, I agree. I don't think it's the quality of the character they're debating right now. Look, it's look. The vision of the director that they're questioning. Look. That what I forget the Dark Knight Returns director. What was his name? Nolan? Uh, yeah, Christopher Nolan. This dude making David Ayer? He's no Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Damn. David Ayer somewhere doing one teardrop like, oh. Yeah, into his big pile of cash. This, this is his first comic book movie. He's done a lot of serious movies in the yeah. past. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think you know. I know for me, I don't feel like oh, you have to have done a comic book movie to do a good comic book movie. I mean, we know that's not the case. The, the what I meant by him not being a Christopher Nolan is the level of talent, level of talent, level of vision, and level of control. Mm, I hear Those you. Those three things David Ayer does not have on Suicide Squad. That's probably true. Like, it, yeah, like everybody's just talking about the director's vision when they see the Joker because that that got the sign off of the director saying yes, this is what I wanted to look but, like. No, nah, but see, you, the thing is, this is movie by committee because they're trying to make this DC universe all quick and shit. Well, I'm right there with you, but it ov- the overall vision is what's being questioned with the Joker, not yeah. the Joker's tattoos itself. You well, know yeah, what? Yeah. Though Heath Ledger, he, his performance kind of overcame what. The, the way the character was presented, you know, he he made it. You know, he he wasn't. He, it was all makeup. It wasn't the bleach that. You know, it wasn't the same origin story, but he made it great. So Leto could make it great. He's that. He is that good of an actor. That's true. But with with what they've done visually, it's kind of an uphill battle at this point. Well, I, yeah, I, you're questioning is, whether or not he even has the option to do it his way in the Dark Knight. Joker was like the key antagonist. I don't think Joker is that key of an antagonist in this Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, is I mean, he, he just shouldn't a supporting be. Supporting antagonist in this one, like there's another target that's going to be the main object. I, I don't. We don't know for certain yet. Because, but I don't. I, I will say this. Like, I agree with Oz in that I think Leto's definitely talented enough, and I, I don't think he's. I still don't think he was a bad choice for the role. I will say that the tattoos, I'm like, I feel like they'll be distracting. And I, hopefully that ends up not being the case. It's just one of those things where it's like, when when you mess around and you're like, you like he's moving around and he has like all these random things on his face and on his arms. And it's like, it's not that he has tattoos. It's that he has those spe- like specific tattoos where it's like, Damage and like ha 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 on his arm and like the smile and it's like like really like why are you trying so hard to be Joker? 
Think about the statement that it's a comic book movie, but something in it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they'll fix it in post-production. <laughs> well, I guess. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. And then they lied to us because they said those, those tattoos were not final. But, I mean, the, who of us really believe that? I know Joe did. <laughs> Why? You say Joe's trusting? No, but he, he mentioned that as a thing about, as a news story, right? Yeah. The story I read said that the tattoos were promotional. Right, that it wasn't for the movie. Right. And the picture they show, he doesn't have any arm tattoos. Yeah. But, I mean... It could Because I, I don't know. I didn't believe probably it. fix it in post-production. Yeah, we heard that. <laughs> and it wasn't funny then either. No. Well, he doesn't necessarily have to be making a joke. Like, you can take tattoos out in post-production. I mean, but why take them out when you just... Like, you could just not put them on? Yeah, yeah those set pictures were just recently like, done. I was just saying that Tiger Claw wasn't necessarily joking. Oh, gotcha. And it's like, I don't know, it's like, like, damage written across your forehead is not as distracting as, say, I don't know, nipples on the bat suit. So it's like, I'm willing to give it a chance. I mean, nipples on the bat suit is a bad idea, too. The teardrop might as well be a nipple on the suit. <laughs> I, I will admit, uh, I did actually did not like the look of Heath Ledger's Joker when they were first showing that to us. Mm -hmm. But, like uh, I was saying, the performance lets you forget about it. I remember we all gave them shit when they said it was all going to be makeup. It wasn't going to be the, the bleached skin from the chemicals or the, or the green hair. Right. And it, like, yeah, like it wasn't him that I didn't. It wasn't Heath Ledger I, that I had a problem with at first. It was just the look. Yeah. But then that's what he, we're saying here, too. Right. So, I, so yeah. Like, I definitely want to see more. The benefit of the doubt. Like, mm -hmm. I will start forming a harder opinion once we start seeing some of this emotion. That's fair. Can't be mad at that. It's kind of hard to give them a benefit of the doubt when you... Like, you see everything they're doing is kind of a knee-jerk reaction. Mm. You know? Like, it doesn't feel like they have their own vision. It feels like they're reacting to, to what Marvel's doing. Right. Yeah. I can hear, I can hear where you're coming from with that. And, I, I, yeah, I, think, I do think that that's a mistake. I mean, it's like, because realistically, DC is DC. And they should take, they should take solace in that. They should, they should be... I mean, they're not the guys that should be trying to figure out how to beat the other guy. They should just do what they do. And, yeah. They should just let Marvel do their movies. <laughs> Marvel, Marvel Studios presents Superman? <laughs> hey, hey, Fox said, you know what? Here, you can go ahead and do Spider-Man. Do a Marvel... Do, do a DC versus Marvel type of thing. Well, hey, look, when, when, when we didn't announce he wasn't going to do any more... Movies. Why didn't DC back up a truck of money? <laughs> it was like rah. They're like, we can't you even know, hear whether you're saying maybe, yes or not. You know, you're buried. No, you know this. Here's some blanks. You write your name. <laughs> this this is the you know this is the perfect time for Warner Brothers to 
go to Joss Whedon's house with a briefcase full of money and have him direct the Justice League movie. Well, I think a truck full of money is more than a briefcase. He's <laughs> <laughs> not going to be. Which, is, which is what I said. It's a Tonka truck. <laughs> Tonka, little tiny truck money. Um, yeah, but you know, it's okay. We'll see what happens with DC. I mean, uh, speaking of which, Supergirl. We got they went ahead and released that uh, Supergirl friggin' TV show. Uh, the, Moses, why don't you tell us what did you think of the the like little sneak peek or whatever? Oh, I thought it was a remake of the Black Widow sketch from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, a lot um, of people getting that. Vibe. Everything that like they everything they did to tease <laughs> Marvel for or you know make fun make a joke of mm-hmm. that's what they did in the Supergirl like totally serious right and you know I, I we already know if you listen to the archives you know what I wanted to see in the Supergirl show which was the new 52 Supergirl the angry the angry the angry Supergirl that is you know Angry, doesn't want to be on Earth, and hates humans. Right, <laughs> right. You know, um, barely speaks any English. Um, there was, there was one guy on the on the Facebook page who said that, oh yeah, this Supergirl looks like New Fifty Two. Right, exactly, and I, that's when I stopped reading that thread altogether because <laughs> I just, it's dumb. Like, like in what way? And soon, and what? In the in, in the way like, I've never read. Supergirl in the New Fifty Two, so right. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> in that in that way, and which is okay. I mean, you know, it happens. Yeah, it's like because even visually, it. that doesn't really look right. I mean, I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. Like, I wasn't reading in the later half. Yeah. So I don't know if she changed her costume to be more like traditional. She, she looked like a Red Lantern. No, nope. <laughs> right in the later. No, and oh, the, and that's the thing. She was so crazy and hated everybody. She not only got a red lantern ring, but that's what made her mellow out. Right, it gave focus to rage. Um, yeah. So and and so on top of that, and then they have black Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. So I I don't know what happened in the trailer Sh- after strapping that. black Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, not even like <laughs> my, not even like uh, was a childish Gambino Jimmy. Olsen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, if Jim, yeah, if he would have been more that dude's size, I wouldn't have had a, uh, any issues with him whatsoever. Well, um, I got no problem with him recasting. For all you, for, I thought why the first he's got to be the biggest one you could find. For all you, the first guy asking her out was going to be Jimmy Olsen, <laughs> and and then fucking. Black Zilla shows up like yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Damn, <laughs> Black Zilla! Wow, <laughs> that's a porn reference. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, no, um, man. I was like, I, this fool came on the screen. I'm like, I think Jimmy Olsen could whoop Superman's ass. Like, I was like, that well, fool is huge. The thing <laughs> is, um, I so I because I posted that video on my feed in, on Facebook, I actually. Had a, a short conversation with uh, for all you old school all games listeners with um, in chat. His name was Black Boy. Oh yeah, and it was he was the gamer yeah, for, James. for AGI James, and um, he basically mentioned the actor and he's like, yeah, because I'm like, oh, they got they got Black Jimmy Olsen, huh? But my biggest thing 
he actually made me realize that that my biggest thing isn't so much that he's black because you know i don't mind black iris west mm. it's more the character like he the, the characterization is not jimmy olsen right and yeah yeah so now i i don't have to fall on race to dislike stuff. <laughs> not like out in the real world <laughs> yeah not like out in the real world <laughs> what larry said the racist pig it seemed like they were trying to do <laughs> superman but can't call it superman well they mentioned well, kal-el no but yeah but they they give her the background of oh yeah exactly yeah just just like how arrow is kind of supposed to be batman right but you can't really have batman yeah and that's the thing it's like because we read that right when they said they announced the show and that's what i didn't like about it right off the bat so now it's it's they're actually doing that so i don't like that i don't like it uh, did you like legend of tomorrow did i watch that Le- legends of tomorrow probably that not just a teaser that you put out yeah yeah it was just it was just a a, a teaser legends oh. of tomorrow is the the dc yeah. superhero show I, ha- I haven't checked that out yeah it it has a uh, the adam and hawk girl in it and uh rip hunter yeah which oh man you know what here's the thing this thing, I was like, I thought I would not care about it much. And I just thought, like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's like the TV universe for for DC. Yeah. And all the heroes that don't already have their own show, they're putting together and a few others extra, you know? Like, I'm yeah. like, there's no big deal. Like, I'll mess around and check that out and be cool. And I saw Rip Hunter, and I was like, oh, man, I'm... I don't like this Rip Hunter at all. And I'm like, I didn't even realize I was that big of a, a Rip Hunter fan. But I am well, apparently. That's Booster Gold's son you're talking about. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, it's so funny because, you and I'm realizing this now, like, you know you know what, I, what event I liked in D.C. and it's made me a fan of particular people? Is, 52? No, no. Well, 52, yeah. That is actually... That is the a, a, a correct answer, but the one I was thinking about was friggin' Armageddon two thousand and one, which I don't know if anybody remembers that, or actually it might be two thousand. I don't know, but it was a, a, a like I want to say maybe like a two issue event thing, and it's crazy because it was like it actually kind of it, it was a time travel story, and it had Rip Hunter in it, and it had like Wave Rider, and it had friggin' um. I don't think actually I don't think Booster Gold Booster Gold might be in that joint but I'm not I don't remember. He wasn't like one of the main main people. It, it was definitely more Rip Hunter, uh Wave Rider and one of those time like actually they mentioned it in 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 Legends of Tomorrow. What what's the what do you call them Oz? What are they the Time Lords? Or he's the Time no, Lord? No, that's Doctor Who. No. <laughs> that's fair. But what is it like a council of time or time? It's it, something. Like it might time be time masters or something like that. It might be the time it, master. It might as well be Doctor Who. Yeah, it, it it is basically like something like a group of people that control time travel or whatever. I can't remember what they're called, but like those concepts are like that story was really good to me, and I enjoyed it. And 
it made me a fan of people like Wave Rider and Rip Hunter to the point where I'm reading Convergence waiting for Wave Rider to show up. And I'm like, where's Wave Rider? <laughs> and like, I don't, it just feels like he would show up. It's the, no, I mean, really. And so, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, and I don't understand why I didn't, like I said, I didn't know I liked these characters as much as I did, but I do. And, and friggin' the, like, Rip Hunter is like, wh- what they did to Star Lord is what they did to Rip Hunter in this show, where I'm just like, that's not Rip Hunter. Rip Hunter's no, Rip Hunter's not as cool as this dude's trying to be. <laughs> and I need him to, like, chill out a little bit and cut his hair. You hippie. <laughs> so I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> or I might. I don't know. I, I like the concept of the show, though, because I thought they were just going to be a team, and, but they're a time-traveling team. The concept is kind of cool. Also, too, I don't like I'd rather Adam. watch Exiles. I would rather watch Exiles, too. I don't like Adam. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't like Adam-Iron-Man like, hybrid. And that's what I was telling um, Emily... Because we were watching it, and she's like, "Man, they really turned him into Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Except he's not a pimp, right? You know, <laughs> like anything. Right. All the cool stuff that makes Iron Man cool, like right. his charmingness and his mm-hmm. little arrogance, like playful arrogance, right? Like all that cool shit. They just took away. Mm-hmm. Like, why couldn't they? <laughs> if they're gonna go that, just make him that. You know, make him Iron Man. Give him, give him that mustache. You know, <laughs> the mustache. That's it, it started off. I, I really thought that's what they were gonna do because when he when he first shows up, he's like just taking over the company. He's just walking in and oh, it's mine. Yeah, and he's all cocky it. and confident. And then fucking Arrow took his woman like from under under him, and he's okay with it. Like he's like, yes, he, he's he's the superior. I'll <laughs> just yes, you can fuck my woman, and I'll save your life. I'll save. I'll help you save your. You know, but that guy, and he gives him his headquarters. Yep. He's like, here you go, Arrow. You can use my headquarters. I mean, you already fucked my woman. Why don't you take my house too? <laughs> He's like, you need a suit. Yeah. <laughs> I got a suit. <laughs> but at least he shrinks now. Yeah, like. His, oh yeah, his. Well, it started with his, his cock suit. when they fucked his woman. <laughs> his woman takes his suit to save Arrow. Right, that's an Iron Man thing too. <laughs> that's funny, but it's like, but it doesn't make sense for him to shrink. You know, like it's like at this point where it's kind of like it seems strange well, was, to me at was, least. That was the last thing he discovered that uh, right before the uh, the show how, ended. How much? How much you're willing to bet that him shrinking is only going to be one episode, and that's it? It's all I need. I don't know. I mean, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. Like it's like, why would he shrink? I want him to shrink because Ant Man's coming out. Oh, I want him to shrink and go inside the budget with the too flash. High. You wait, you want him to shrink and do what? And go inside of Cthulhu with the Flash. <laughs> I want to see that. And the main thing is, he's not really Adam unless he can shrink. He's not the Iron Man surrogate. But that's what they kind of made him. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. But the Adam shrinks. You can't call him the Adam until he shrinks. Well, yeah. they, they, Otherwise, they, he's something you just made up for the show. Well, they, Adam was an acronym. Right, for the suit. Yes, don't, don't apologize for the show, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm not apologizing. I've explained to you where you're wrong. I understand why they did it, but that doesn't explain the fact that that's not what the atom is. That's true. And it, I guess for me, it's like it His feels Ray Palmer. It it feels to me like if you're gonna go ahead and use a version of the atom that's like an Iron Man like you know clone, then just stick with that. It's like why make him shrink 
all of a sudden now because it i don't know but and it's like you should have done that from the beginning why right. why cut corners right well i mean like i understand you not have the budget to do the shrink effect or something you're very and that's probably all it boils down to which is okay if you don't have the budget, you don't have the budget. But I'm just saying, stick with your idea because it's like they're lucky the show's pretty good because I can I can you know overlook shit like that. Not not really fully overlook, mm-hmm. but I, I'm like all right, fuck it, you know. Well, then they 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 brought back the uh, the other Lance. The other Lance. Oh oh the, right 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 for the, the sisters back as White Canary. White Canary, which is a weird thing. That's a weird thing. You should just call her Offspring. Wait a minute. What? That would have been that would have been awesome. They brought back the the chick from the original Black Canary from Arrow. The Canary. Oh, I'm sorry. The original Canary. And from the, Arrow. Wait, they brought back the original Canary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. Did Joe? Did Joe watch the no, show? No, he doesn't watch. No. It. Oh, and she's okay. White Canary. The, the, the wrong. The, Go ahead, Oz. Uh, Dina, Dina Lance had had a sister, and she became Canary, trained by by the League of Assassins. But then, in the in the show, she gets killed, and then that's when the the right person that's supposed to be Black Canary takes over. Hmm. She gets trained by Wildcat. <laughs> right. So then, in Wildcat this Wildcat and and uh, the chick Nisa. Nisa. Yeah. Nisa. So White Canary is trained by the League of Assassins. Yes. And they show Katana too. Okay, I guess. But it's just weird, like because you know there is a White Canary. Uh, no, I do not. I do not know that. And she was trained by the League of Assassins. You're crazy, Joe. You're talking crazy. Is she the sister of Black Canary? Was it, wasn't she like just one? No, she was. She was something like that, a one-off. She was a. Uh, she uh, she hated Black Canary because of. Uh, she was black. Like something about her mom, <laughs> and. It's been a minute, but yeah, it was like something that Black Canary, I think she put her mom in jail or something, mm-hmm. and so she vowed revenge against uh, her, and she took the name White Canary. Because she hates her so much? Right. Because oh. she's the opposite. I don't... It's kind of cool. That's the same issue arc. It was uh, Birds of Prey, oh. uh, Old 52 Birds of Prey. And that's the same one where Huntress and ends up fighting Shiva. Oh, yeah, I remember. And she's, like, uh, basically one of the few people that's ever, like, knocked Shiva on her ass. Mm-hmm. Huntress. I remember that, yeah. I remember that arc, because we were talking, I think we talked about that on the show. Right. Yeah, we did. So, okay. Which, no, I don't know. The, I'm just the, kind the of obsessed with Shiva. The, uh, the last team members are Captain Cole and Heatwave. Which I kind of like. I don't like that. Because they made them heroes too quick. Well, I like the character. The characters are great. And I like... I, I, I'm very happy with the casting. Yeah, I like... I what like, about... Well, I like what they did with the characters, but I like what they're doing with them in Flash, where they're like... They're like rogues with like, you know, I guess a little bit of heart. But to mess around and be like, oh... Well, we're gonna put them on a team to be like heroes at this point, which I know is not happening like tomorrow or anything, but it seems pretty quick. Like they were they were villains just not like not that long ago. It's like let's let them be villains for a little bit. What about Hawk Girl? It's like the new. It looks like the new fifty two iteration of Hawk Girl, which is 
cool with me, I guess, but only because it, it, I don't know. I don't, if it's still oh, I don't I'm know. sorry, not New Fifty Two, uh, Earth Two version of Hot Girl, but that's the that's the one where she's human, right? She started out as human. Yeah, yeah. She she's she's a human. She's like a uh, a what you call it hunter, like a treasure hunter or something like that. So basically, like Laura Croft I, gets I'm, powers. I'm, I'm just used to the Shiara Hot Girl. <laughs> Got you. Caller, caller, you are the uh, sixth member, no, seventh member of Fantastic Forum. Why don't you tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about? So, my name's Derek, calling from uh, soon to be destroyed uh, San Andreas Fault. (laughs) Uh, For the Wendale. For the Wendale. I called to talk about Secret Wars. Uh, it's funny how it's, it's it's funny listening to people who you know have no idea about characters talk about characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can definitely talk about Secret Wars because we're going to be reviewing it. But there's been a lot of that going on. I've noticed in the last six months or so, yeah. a lot of people have started having really strong opinions about characters when they have no idea about anything about the characters uh, that's all I, I, that's all i will say about that and then i will move on to secret wars <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's absolutely Dang, you ain't got to put xeno on blast like that <laughs> look, I, I, look I, I i'm i'm hearing people telling me uh what mad max is like, really <laughs> Really? You're that you're that big of a Mad Max fan? And you're telling me all about Mad Max and how okay, whatever. Okay. There it is. It's we we have to call that the Howard the Duck syndrome from this point forward. There it is. You know what the 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 Supergirl trailer is is crap. But don't go around pretending like you're all uh uh experts on Supergirl. That's true. Because Nobody read her comic. I'm the, I'm the guy that read her comic book. I read her comic book. I read it. She had a good comic. I read. I it will too. say, me too. At oh, one I point, reading after she lost the red ring, I stopped reading when she got the red ring. No, no, no. the red yeah, ring stuff. That's good stuff. Red Lantern, was, Supergirl. It was too much. It was too much of a change for me. I wasn't ready for it. I understand. What are you gonna say, Jay? Oh, there was one point in the trailer where she's like in this costume and she's saying like there's no way I'm gonna fight crime in that and I was reading like part of the article and it was like saying that's a reference to like one of the like comic book costumes and I don't remember that like it was the one that was like the bikini yeah it was like shorts and the shirt like with the holes in the side Mm. it's like I don't remember that from the comics I don't know Maybe was it a Power Girl reference? Maybe there might have been the New Fifty Two one. The New Fifty Two one looks nothing like that. No, the, the New Fifty Two one's like a bathing suit, like a, a onesie, not onesie, a uh, one piece bathing suit. Right. Which, if that's if it's a reference to that, then it's wrong. <laughs> the the New Fifty Two costume is actually really good. Like, I mean, it might be a bit revealing for except for the TV. Like, thigh holes. No, but I, they're, they're like they're not thigh holes. They're like at the knee, and so the knee is exposed. But they're like high boots with the knee out, and it kind of works. I mean, oh well, yeah, I mean she's got to be able to bend her legs. <laughs> well, 
Wait, are you making a weird reference? There no, like, oh, okay. If she wears thigh high boots, it's harder to throw a knee. So if there's a hole there, yeah. it'll be easier. No, absolutely, and it looks good, like design wise, like both yeah. visually and it makes my dick wet. That oh, works. whoa! He's like Mo's a knee man. Who knew? But a strip club fetish. They give me a little bit of the knee <laughs> to but to Motley Crue. That's actually one of the few good things I could say about the Supergirl. Like first look thing is the costume. She looks actually really good in the costume. Like the costume they pick and the design of it. If, even the part where she she uh, wears the Daredevil's uh, costume for the first uh, first part of the trailer. Uh, no, I was talking about after, like when she's oh, in okay. the Supergirl costume. <laughs> like, why does, why does everybody have to start? You know what? I'm gonna wear all black for the first eight episodes <laughs> of my series. <laughs> what, what, when did that start happening? I, I don't in know. 1988 when Frank Miller wrote. The man without fear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't and know. Year one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true because that does happen in year one as well. Uh, that's yeah, a little different, but cool. Um, yeah, wait, I thought I she did like the visual effects. She, she ran out on her date. She was on a date, so she was already wearing that. I, maybe who knows? Like that. Look, the, I mean, realistically, I know I don't care. Like, like running out on, she's like, "Oh, I can't, I can't balance my personal life and my superhero life." And, it's like, <laughs> and I don't get I don't, why she's. I don't like, like. I don't care anything about that. Like, I don't understand why she's like palling around with Toy Man. Is Toy Man in that joint? Yeah, that guy, the other guy that's not Jimmy Olsen. Is Toy? Is Toy Man? Oh, that's messed up. Which I don't understand. Oh, you get it. No. Why would he she be? She walked up and she's like. Why I don't need to hide. I'm goddamn Supergirl. Right. And this one, she's like, "Oh, don't want anybody telling anybody about my powers." Like, well, she's Clark Kent in this joint, which is sad. She's even working at a goddamn Daily Planet. And by yeah, the way, she uh, she goes. What do you think of she, Calista Flock? She. Uh, she's what do you think of? She Calista, goes to uh, a to a military base where the military dude says, "Hey, you're Superman's cousin. We don't need you." <laughs> well, yeah. You have all the, you have everything Superman has, and you're at, you're telling us you want to help us, but we'll pass. Yeah, he's a xenophobe like Luther. Of course, he gets over it at some point in the trailer, but yeah, there are a lot of xenophobes in the DC universe. But wouldn't you like try to capture her or something? Then at least, or pretend to like you know like no, and just be- he turns like, her down because she's a girl. Just because, like, you know, she hasn't broken the law yet, and you're not, like, he's not, like, like Luther. Mm. Like, he just, he's just prejudiced against aliens. Got it. And so it's like, I don't have to capture you, but you definitely can't help me because you're an alien. Gotcha. Yeah. You and think of a Callista Flockhart's character in this. Well, you were going to come back to that no matter what. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. It looks like the Perry White of the show. Allie McBeal. It's the the devil wears Prada. Is that her her boss? Yeah. Okay. Who cares? Yeah, that's... I mean, Dean Cain is in it. Dean Cain is in this too? Yeah. Dean Cain... This is a bad thing. This is going to be a really bad thing. You better not be <laughs> little like I hated Dean King Superman. No, he is. Why did that turn out to be the case? He's a uh, basically one of the people that, like Superman, 
sends Kara to live with the family, and Dean Cain is the father of that family. I, I think we need to stop doing this, like, incorporating the people that were in the old TV shows. Like, well, you no, didn't like the old Flash? No, no uh, more. Engine, you didn't no, like, you no, didn't... I, I do like it, but we don't need to do it anymore because if this, like, it, it, and I know Flash wasn't the one that started that trend. It was, I don't remember what show it was, but it's like one of those shows that came on a while back. But we have to stop now because it's like, it feels obligatory and it's like, no, but sometimes it turns out really cool. No. Like yeah, in uh, did, the Batman. What did Dean do to you, Mr. Mayor? Dean Kane was a short Superman. Yeah, man. What's wrong? Where did he touch you? Dean Kane was a Superman that was shorter than Lois Lane. That's enough. But it is true. He was short. <laughs> That's enough. And he, like, <laughs> like Superman the Batman has the Adam sucks. West cameo, which, which was awesome. Why are you hiding? No, no, but the Batman had, a, like, it was Adam West as a voice actor. All right. That's different. I'll talk about like where you can see them, and you're like, "That's the dude that yeah, was as the a voice dude. actor, not a real actor." No, <laughs> no, it's still real acting. But I'm saying the guy doesn't look like Adam West because he just maybe. He's, I mean, he sounds like him, but that's okay. I'm talking about it's different when you can see his face, and you're like, "Wait a minute, that was Batman," and now he's like, if Adam West was like Alfred. In a Batman TV <laughs> show or a Batman movie, that would be weird. You know what I mean? And I was like, come on, That'd man. That'd be awesome. No, see? No, Stop, if, you know? If he got to do the same Adam West that we see from Family <sighs> Guy, that would be the best Alfred in existence. <laughs> no. Yes. See, this is what happened uh, in the mid-90s when they started bringing back all these old shows uh, that were great in the 60s and 70s, but they brought them back as little campy Haha, uh-huh, isn't it funny they're so stupid shows like uh like Dragnet and Starsky and Hutch like, right. hey remember let's laugh at them like right. no they were they weren't laugh at them shows no exactly. but the Dragnet movie was pretty awesome but it, but it's, but a Dragnet TV show was hardcore god damn it right <laughs> yeah it was just basically it was basically uh half the stuff you see on uh Discovery Investigates or something <laughs> grumble, grumble. Oh, jeez. Right. Charlie's Angels was a serious show. Yeah, very serious. I don't know about that one. It gave me a serious hard on. All right, oh, the, the Secret Wars. Yeah. Speaking of hard ons, there it is. Let's move to Secret Wars. That uh, real quick, we're about to do a review of Secret Wars. So, and there will be some spoilers. So, for those of you that haven't read it or don't want to, uh, I just read episode two. Cool. <laughs> that don't want to hear spoilers for Secret Wars, you may want to just go ahead and like turn your radio down. Yeah, if you don't want to know who dies or something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, who wants? I know we got a few different people here on the line. Who wants? Anybody want off for Secret Wars review, or you guys just want to hang around and listen? Yeah, I'll go ahead. No, I'll hang around. Yeah, I'll, I'll hang around and listen to. <laughs> what? What is Zito? What'd you say, Zito? You walked away from the bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and disconnect because I haven't read it. Oh, so. uh, okay, Zeno. Thank you for calling in, man. We appreciate you, buddy. I like it. Okay. And Claw will stay home because he will never, ever read it. <laughs> exactly. So it doesn't matter. Uh, so, Secret Wars, number one. Uh, or I should just say Secret Wars is Marvel's uh, friggin' summer event, giant crossover, uh, supposed to reshape their entire universe. It's written by Jonathan Hickman. It's uh, art by Asad Ribic. Um, 
Moses, you read it. Jay, you've read it. Derek, you've read it. Oz, I don't. Uh, you haven't got. I've read chance. more of it than all of you because, I, like I said, I'm a, I'm past issue two now. So no, see now, why why would you say something crazy like that, Derek? You don't think you don't think I've read issue two of Secret Wars, Derek? You no, really don't. I don't. Think, well, look, no. we're, we're reviewing zero, one, and two. <laughs> it's like I've I've read I've read everything that Secret Wars has come out with to this point. I've read. Including Derek Reed Zero, including the the last days. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. There's one book I haven't read yet, and that's because uh, Diamond didn't send Jeffries their shipment of Captain America and the Mighty Avengers. So the last days of Captain America and the Mighty Avengers did happen. Uh, that's been released, but I haven't read it yet. But I read Magneto. I read Zero One Two. And looking forward to more Secret Wars come Wednesday. But Moses, why don't you start in no, regard? No, you, you do it. You want me to do it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, so listen. Here's what Secret Wars is about, basically, just in a nutshell. And then we'll get more in depth with people's opinions and whatnot. But quick overview: the Marvel Universe as a whole has been leading to this for the past, basically, like one and a half, two years, where the the walls of reality have been getting really really thin because people have been doing all types of stuff whether they be tra- whether they've been traveling from universe to universe or ripping people through time and bringing them into the present or friggin uh uh sending things into other universes or whatnot like the whole marvel universe has been like screwed up and now it's making it so that these realities are basically closing in on each other or or bleeding into one another and uh this is a problem that the illuminati basically which you know is a offshoot of all of the great minds in the superhero universe and marvel superhero universe uh they realized this problem was happening where earths were intersecting uh and when they touch it destroys the two universes or the two yeah the two realities that those earths inhabit unless if they uh, basically both universes get destroyed if the earths touch or you can destroy one of the earths and that would save both universes but one of the earths have to go no it saves one universe one like either both universes die or one dies no 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 it saves no if you can destroy the earth the universe doesn't die Oh, right. Oh, I gotta go re- reread everything then. <laughs> yeah, no, you can you can save both you can save both realities by destroying one of the Earths. Then how's this even the whole thing? Then it seems fairly simple. Well, it's, it was not fairly simple because destroying Earths are a big deal. That's not fun for anybody. Nobody wants. Well, there's some people. It's fun for some people. The Cabal, which is like the evil version of the Illuminati, they love it. Thanos and Terax and friggin' uh, evil Reed Richards from Ultimate Universe. They're like, oh, we're having a ball destroying these Earths. Humans are kind of assholes then because (laughs) they're like, look, we got a whole universe of billions of, forget planets, billions of galaxies. Mm -hmm. We got to get rid of one of you guys. Like, no, no. If we go down, everybody goes down. That's Jonathan Hickman for you. (laughs) Like... That's that's a Hickmanism. It, but here's the thing, where it's like, I don't feel like 
why I like or why I think it's interesting is because it's not so much like I think if you looked at it like Earth was like okay, if we sacrifice ourselves, the whole the whole universe will be fine, and that's the end of it. If that's what it was, I think that there would be people on the planet that would be like, well, I guess we should sacrifice ourselves because we know that there's other life out there, and that would suck if we just let them get destroyed. They know but, for a fact they're friends with them even. Well, no, but here's the thing. But the, the choice isn't, well, should we just sacrifice ourselves? We could be like, wait, well, why don't we just sacrifice those people over there on that earth? And that's what it boils down to a lot of the time where it's like you have two Earths fighting to survive against the other Earth. And that's really that's what it ends up boiling down to where they're like, you know what, let's just destroy them instead. And a lot of times that's what they do. So, But basically, Secret Wars is all about the end of the Marvel Universe as we know it. The last two Earths are in are are there and they're they're on a collision course with one another. It's Earth six one six, which is the main Marvel universe, and then Earth uh sixteen ten. Uh, right, which is the ultimate universe. And Lord knows none of ne- both of them know what's coming. Neither one of them are having it. And issue one is all about the end. <laughs> which is like I said, it it's been something that's been leading up for like the past like year and a half and I won't lie to you it made me sad <laughs> it, it really did I was like oh no because it does feel like it's the end of the Marvel Universe as we know it and it is a, it's a huge downer like, yeah this thing like I, I, I felt like le- legit bad reading this because I was like wow nobody's coming out of this is it isn't it because yeah. that's what it feels like and there's a lot of moments of people just like Giving their all, and at the end, it doesn't matter because they just it's fail. Yeah, right. It's not. It's not enough. And especially damn, the universe is dying, man. And especially when it's like you know, these are people that we're used to seeing face insurmountable odds and coming through on the other end, even if it's just by a little bit. But in the end, here it's just like, well, sorry. And I, I don't know, man. I don't like. I definitely had. I have mixed feelings because it's not like it's not it's done really well, and I I'm on actually like it it's kind of I've always been a fan of of or I should say I've been a fan of Hickman's for a while now, but it says a lot about him and who he is as a writer, and I guess as an individual that he was able to convince Marvel to like end their universe. Like, whoa, whoa. Disney, Disney made him do it. I don't think that's true. I don't Were think you it's tearing up end. when you read it. <laughs> like, I, I didn't tear up, I mean, but I felt sad. But I don't think Disney made him do it. I feel like, like this is it's a pitch. Like if if Marvel just wanted, or if Disney just wanted, uh, Marvel's books to look like the movies, like that was happening already. And they could make it happen more so without deciding to end their entire universe. I mean, I, I know that obviously some of these characters are going to make it through. I I I don't even think he's going to end like that. Like, no. Nah. Huh? What do you think? I, it's not like onslaught all over again. Is it going to be like a combination of six one six and ultimate? 
uh, after it ends. That's what it's looking like based on the the whatchamacallit, on the the previews or whatever. Uh, but I don't. But but when you say it's like onslaught all over again, Mo, what do you mean? Like like to, everything's dying and ending, and ever, and then eventually, like two years later, it'll be back. <laughs> so Nomad's gonna come back. Look, Nomad, you might even see next week. No, but he's not talking about Winter Soldier. No, I know. Oh, yeah, like no, nah, that Nomad's not coming back. You you <laughs> one of the War Zones will have him. Watch. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, one of the War Zones will have, have Nomad. They have Mrs. Deadpool. Probably. Like, here's the thing. When Larry talks about it, all this stuff's been put in motion like two years ago, yeah, I don't read Marvel like he does. And as soon as I read Zero, I'm like, oh, shit. This is the shit we saw in Future Foundation number seven. Mm-hmm. Or this is the shit I saw in Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Or the, the, the little shit I was reading mm-hmm. by Hickman and, you know, others, Bendis and all those. Yeah. It's kind of, it, it's consequences to what they were doing. And... Yeah, it, it's it was. It doesn't feel like convergence at all, <laughs> even That's though they're true. they're like they're parallel kind of. Yeah. And issue one, issue zero. I'm not a big fan of issue zeros, but Secret War zero was like, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. It even had an attack on Titan versus. Um, Avengers thing. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that in the back. That was cool. Yeah. But, yeah, it is so... I forgot where I was going with that. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I want somebody to, like, read them side by side. Convergence 1 and Secret Wars <laughs> number 1. I will say... I don't read that much Marvel. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't read as even as much as I want to read. Right. But... You know, you say they've been doing this for two years. I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. except I have like a very casual mention of it in Prelude to Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. But to me, like this is just an event book, and I'm just coming on like right here, mm-hmm. and it really feels like like they do almost nothing to like show you where this has come from. I can uh, totally see that. Yeah. It's like I read in the last Wheel of Time book, there's this one chapter called The Last Battle, where it's just the fight between all the different armies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just started reading that chapter without reading any else, anything else of the book. Mm-hmm. Like It's just people fighting, and I know the wars are at stake, but it's really just like a big fight scene. Yeah, I and mean, it's not, like, not even a fight. It's like a disaster movie. No, disaster movies are cool. Oh wow! Like, damn, Joe, Secret Wars one, not cool. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I won't say not cool, but it's definitely there's not enough there to be like have real substance. It really like even AVX had like substance to the meaningless fighting between everyone and you don't necessarily get that here yeah no i mean i i and honestly like i was definitely as i read it i was definitely wondering like what the perspective of somebody would be who hasn't been reading all these books up to this point because 
I think you're right. Like, I don't think it, it doesn't give you a lot of background as far as to why this is happening. Right. And if you don't read Zero, you're even more lost, which I read Zero, mm-hmm. which was probably my favorite issue so far. Yeah. Because there's Valeria in it. And I like her for some reason. And she was really good in it. No, Valeria. Valeria. Uh, she's normally great. great. Like, or at least every time I've read her, mm-hmm. like, she's doing something cool. Even if, even the times where she's not, mm-hmm. like, where she's being a dick, she's still kind of cool. Uh, Derek, I know you haven't been reading everything Marvel up to this point. Did you feel lost reading, like, issue one? No, because I caught up. Oh, uh, thanks, to, thanks, thanks to the internet and uh, my <laughs> cool, Mar- my one, my Marvel Ultimate uh, subscription, and also the thing on the internet where people just read, like they read comic books to you. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Wait, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Wait, are you the talking co- about comic like- audio books? No, like they'll take a whole storyline and like and like in, in like, like a half a- hour or something. They'll just like read, like tell you what happened, and catch you up. Now, but oh, but I thought, yeah, I thought you meant it was like an audio book type of thing. Kinda. You're talking about a summary, but not audio though. You're talking about written, right? No, it's it's audio. It's on a they like show panels and everything on YouTube. Oh, oh that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't know people were. Doing it's that. like the people really? who do a movie review mm-hmm. by telling you everything that happened scene by scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do it for a lot of stuff. That's fair. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's definitely, like, I feel like there's a lot of background. Like, I do think you could probably read this book without reading the other stuff, and it would be okay. Uh, and, I, I'm like, because what I will say, there is a lot of stuff that happens beforehand, though. And, but I guess the thing about it is that it's a lot of general things that happen, not a lot of specific things, and and it's like you you see a lot of, like a lot of broad strokes that led to this point, and I feel like I feel like a lot of what Jonathan Hickman, like the the nuances and the details of what he was doing, will be revealed through this series. I'm hoping at least. How many issues is this supposed to be? Because it's moving. I think it's moving a little bit too fast. Maybe mm-hmm. it issues. Eight, uh, I think it should be 12 minimum. Well, you're yeah. going to have a lot of tie-ins. There are a lot of tie-ins. I, I will say like that... It's like Flashpoint status. Right. But but I don't... They, I mean, and I Is guess... Is it just like current books? It's, it's basically... Or are they like bringing out original books to be tie-ins? No, they're bringing out original books to be tie-ins. Oh, okay. And, and they're also like some of the books are changing... Title, title. So it's it's almost Is there a squirrel girl tie-in. Not that I know of. She uh, she didn't make it. <laughs> no, I can almost guarantee. <laughs> squirrel squirrel girl's a tough one. I would be surprised. I didn't see, she I didn't see a squirrel island on that map at the end of a uh, squirrel uh, island. <laughs> right, right. It it's it's um, it's almost like Age of Apocalypse, in the sense that like some of the books will transform into. Secret Wars versions, and then uh, there are some additional books that are specifically being created for Secret Wars. Mm. So, yeah, and but there are some books that are like, 
well, I don't know. I don't think, and I don't think there's no books. Like at, at a certain point, everything is Secret Wars. I don't think that there's any books that just get left alone because I think they're gonna do like number ones for everything at the end of the series. And I, I know Derek, you were saying that it it feels like it's coming fast. I think that the beginning of the story was meant for for that to happen specifically. But I don't know that like I don't like this week 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 like week to week schedule that's happened for these first issues. I don't think that that's what's going to happen for all eight. I think like I know that I I I read that John the Hickman was saying like the first issue that he had written for Secret Wars was actually issue two. And then really because yeah. issue two is the worst one. You think so? Yeah, I don't I don't like it. It, it I could. I can see it being maybe a little bit jarring, but I I liked it a lot because I thought it was really interesting. Just, Wait, what happens? It's just it's a, a whole different world. <laughs> Basically, it's, yeah. it, it, you, you go you go to Battle World. Oh, I love that world. And yeah, you're, you're not only are you all of a sudden on Battle World, you're on Battle World like two thousand years in the future, where where they have a whole different society and a police force of Thors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because it's like you're learning like you go from issue one and everything ending to issue two and it's like you're getting introduced to this whole different place. Look. Yeah. The world's colliding. <laughs> but so our, that world's gotta go, right? Yeah, but the way they're making it seem like if battle see, I now I'm being the comic book nerd guy where it's like, Well that if this world has been around for hundreds of years minimum from what they're saying. We're st- they're still going to go back. We know that on Spider Island, they're going to have we're going to see a version of Peter Parker, but he's not going to be Peter Parker two thousand years old. Peter Parker is going to be Peter Parker, or when they go to like Kun Lun or whatever is that where like Iron Fist will show up. Like mm-hmm. we're still going to have our regular guys, but it's not really going to be in the future. So what are they doing with this whole? We already have society and Doom's the king and we all go by his laws type thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I I think I think those questions will, will end up getting answered, but I don't know. It's like, you know, it's so part of the mystery. Do they come out every <laughs> week? No, I don't think I think the first ones came out like that because they had zero for free comic book day. Yeah. And then that next week they had number one. Mm-hmm. And I think that and I think Hickman was the one that was pushing for two to come out the following week. So you can kind of get into what the meat of it's going to be. Um, but I don't know that, like, three, I don't think three is coming out this week. I don't think. But, you know, actually, I. Let me I check yeah, double you're, check. While you're yakking. Yeah, double check. Because I don't, I don't know that that's happening. Because I don't think it's coming out week to week to week. I think that it'll be, it might be bi weekly. So come what June? Oh, not June. Uh, July slash August, you'll have like your new your new Marvel universe. Oh, just in time for Ant Man. Yeah, this thing has to be done by the time Ant Man's in theaters. <laughs> so I mean, I, they have an Ant Man book right now. I don't. I wonder if that Ant Man book is just going to be what it is. Like if that's going to stay. Like miss the Secret Wars. I I, I thought that they all. They all everything gets secret ward sized, but I don't know. I yeah. But I will say, like, I know for issue two, which I know it's like it's definitely different. It, it's a whole different tone from issue one. 
Um, I I was really interested in, in this world and like learning more about like what's gonna happen, like what it's like, and like what different versions of people are. And it's like we had all the the teasers from the summer previous that ended up being like different worlds on Battle World. Mm-hmm. So it's like basically like different versions of the heroes from. I guess like alternate realities or whatnot. Right. Twenty ninety nine world. There's twenty ninety nine land. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they made Disneyland. For the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that one Punisher is there. The twenty ninety nine Punisher? Yeah. But not that one. The one shot twenty ninety nine Punisher. Gotcha. I think he has I think Punisher has his own world too. He had like Punisher Land or something. War Warland or something. <laughs> yeah, they for- may maybe. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of worlds, and it's like, like, and it lists them out in, in the book, and it's kind of like, oh, Night Thrasher shows up. <laughs> Night Thrasher, oh my god, how crazy would that be? There's, there's definitely no new Warrior Land. I know that. You say that now. I do. But then issue three will come out. New Warrior Land. There's I think a, I like the simplicity runaways. of the first Secret Wars more, though. They're building New Warrior Land. They just haven't finished it. What'd you say, Moses? They have a Runaways Land. I don't think that's true, is it? No, they have a title. Oh, gotcha. So I just assume it's going to take place in Runaways Land. <laughs> um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, there's a lot of characters that are getting books. And some some of them are people that you wouldn't necessarily think initially think of initially getting a book, which is cool, though. I mean, the Runaways should have a book. I agree. Like, their book should have never gotten canceled. I agree with you on that. It was a great book. Uh, do, they, do they still have a New Mutants book? Because that's going to be turned into a series. <laughs> Word. Uh, they don't have a New Mutants specific. <laughs> but they got a, a few X-Men no, I mean, that. Yeah, that's going to be the X-Men TV show that, the, that Fox is going to make. Yeah, that's not going to be mutants. part of Secret World. <laughs> yeah, you know, New Mutants has—they've been due a book for a while now. But I think, excellent. Like, okay. What? Go ahead. Like definitely, like what with the what Cyclops is doing, mm-hmm. and like gathering up New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it just seems right to put them in a book. But they've had New Mutants type books. They just weren't called. The New Mutants. Right. That's why it didn't work. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. It's like, and... and Plus, I mean, if New Mutants doesn't encapsulate everything that has been going on with mutants lately, like, I don't know what does. And they did have a New Mutants book. Yeah, but that was a while ago. It was like maybe like, yeah, maybe like a year and a half. Like, that's when Magic was part of the group. Yeah, it was actually the New Mutants. Like, right. Like there's before. a utopia. So there, there's no, there's no Secret Wars three this week, but yeah. there is Spider Verse one, mm. and uh, what other thing? Like Battle World, yeah, and Ultimate End. Oh yeah, that's the the end end of the Ultimate Universe, like the official end. And Deadpool Secret Wars, mm-hmm. Deadpool's Secret Secret Wars, right. Yeah, I want all. I want to read all those. Planet Hulk. 
Oh wow, Planet Hulk comes out this Wednesday yeah. too. Master of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Because that's a tie-in too. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking. And A Force is that a tie-in also? Yeah. Yeah, that comes out. The mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. Fuck. You guys are gonna spend money. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> I mean, like, it's right A-Force now for like awesome. twenty bucks a week if you want to keep keep keep. Trying. At least to me, like it's got like a lot of the people that I like in it. Well, it's every female character, just about like. Yeah, but just because the character's female doesn't mean I like them. Oh, well, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> no. It actually doesn't. What's it's a female a, character you don't like? Moon Dragon. I don't know who that is. Exactly. Ball-headed chick. Yeah. What? Infinity Watch. Oh, I remember her. He yeah. loves her. He doesn't. Love I don't her. love her, but she was decent. Yeah, you don't like her, see. But, <laughs> like, I'm not a huge, uh, what's that chick's name? Painkiller Jane. Dude, I love Painkiller Jane. She's amazing. Um, one of the Marvels. I can't remember. Not the stretchy Marvel, the other one. Carol Danvers? Oh, Captain Marvel? Yeah, like, I'm not a big Captain Marvel fan. <laughs> Um, who's the stretchy Marvel? I, I love how Captain Marvel, like the guy that was editing it, wanted his daughter to dress at, like her, so he redesigned her so that all you see is a patch of hair. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Marvel. Oh, gotcha. All right, who her I like? Yeah. Um, Mary Marvel. No, no, that's a different thing. <laughs> you know who else um, is getting us? Oh, go ahead. No, I'm sure there are plenty. I just can't think of any right now. But no, yeah, there are plenty of female characters I don't like. You know who's getting a, a Secret Wars tie-in that I was just like, what? And I was like really interested. Tiger Claw? Not Tiger Claw, no. Ti- Tiger Claw's not getting his oh, own. Oh, White Tiger. Too. I don't care about her. No? I mean. Hard the Duck? Nah. I haven't seen anything from her to care about. That's fair. Uh, Elsa Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone's getting a, a Secret Wars tie-in, and I'm like, wow, like Monster Hunter. Is she? What book is she gonna be? Is it just gonna be Elsa Bloodstone? No, I think it's called something else. Like, because I, I know they're having a Monster World one. Yeah, and with, I think, I think that, with Mrs. Deadpool. Oh, huh. That makes sense. I've never seen Mrs. Deadpool before. That's the she's like he married a demon. She's like a demon chick. She's, I mean, if, if, I mean, she's funny in the Deadpool book and like a cool character. I don't know what her book would be like. So hopefully it'll be all right. But, you know. I just love how it's like Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Basically, I mean, it's, it's interesting because it feels like Marvel is, because a lot of these books are the same creative team that was writing the book previous to Secret Wars. Yeah. But, Given the freedom to basically do whatever they want. Oh, what's her name? I don't care about her. Uh, Captain Marvel from uh, the evil Captain Marvel. Who's the evil Captain Marvel? The Dark Avengers Captain Marvel. Was Songbird? Moonstone? Uh, uh, The one that was in Thunderbolt. I think it is Moonstone. The Black Swan? She was in Thunderbolts. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I think it's Moonstone. I think that's her name. Yeah. And yeah she I don't was, care about her. Yeah, I think she was Miss Marvel. No. She was Dark Miss Marvel? I don't Marvel. think so. Uh, but I don't remember. Miss Marvel wasn't Captain Marvel yet at that point. And during, during Siege. Or Dark Reign. No, at, this happened after Dark Reign. Oh. So then why was there an evil... I believe it's after Dark Reign. Oh, in that one book that we reviewed at your house, right? No, uh, this was happening like during when the X-Men first moved to San Francisco. Yeah. Is that's, that, that's yeah. before Dark Reign? No, that's Dark Reign. Okay. Wait, just like when they first moved? Yeah, because that's when you had the, the... The Manifest Destiny and all that? Yeah, and you had the... the, the it was the, when Scott and Norman were beefing. Right. And you had like the... the he had his own X-Men. That were the Dark X Men too, with like cloak and dagger and right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was just she was Miss she was Miss Marvel for the Dark Avengers or whatever. I think okay. it was. I'm pretty sure it was Moonstone. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think she was Captain Marvel. No, nah, she was Miss Marvel. And and friggin' Carol Danvers was not happy about it. Are they going to go back to a, a regular universe after this, or will the rest of Marvel happen yes. on Battleworld for the next few years? <laughs> I, I'm hoping they go back to. They're going back. One universe. They have to because they got they got movies till 2020 to to promote. That's funny. It's going to be a universe that's a combination of six one six and Ultimate. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know. Like it, the universe that we get afterwards, I don't even know if we would say is a combination. It very well could be just whoever they want because you can pick from yeah they can multiple pick and choose some of the best parts of each universe and put it into one right but not not of those just those two universes but of whatever realities they want because I mean you you have a friggin' uh, a a X Men ninety two like version like so like if you want like just like how we talked about Jubilee like if you get nineties Jubilee in the regular Marvel Universe, it's like, that's not from the Ultimate or the 616. That's from the 90s Jubilee. Like that's, that's a Jubilee that's like basically rebooted. And yeah, Medusa, I don't like. Medusa? Like, it's Medusa not even indifference. But I haven't read her lately. But yeah, I don't even like her. Well, I talked to Medusa. She don't like you. Oh. Yeah, most chicks don't. That's a... What about Dazzler? Uh, I don't know. Not making it. I I look. I I think Dazzler is actually in A Force. Yeah, she ain't making it. But who knows? We'll see. Have to see. Strap a a Walkman to her to her hip and just die. How? But yeah, there are plenty of women characters I don't like. How? uh, How apt? Are you to read more Secret Wars based on what you read from the main series, Jay? Oh, I'll keep reading it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, w- will you read the tie-ins, too, or just... Uh, just the them? ones I'm interested in. That sounds fair. What about you, Derek? I don't know if I'm going to read the tie-ins, because mm-hmm. this is the most expensive comic I've bought in a while. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be kind of big. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I haven't counted pages yet, but it looks like it's kind of long. Yeah, but it's, it's five bucks a pop, which is kind of expensive. Right. So I'll read the main ones. I don't think I'll be going too far off the reservation, though. What about you, Moses? 
I mean, as long as they keep putting out white covers. <laughs> Which is what it boils down to for the buzz ass. Yeah, I, I bought an overpriced white cover for Secret Wars 1. It was five ninety nine. Word. I'm kind of interested in how the other comic... You know what? I changed my mind because I'm, it's kind of how other comics will be able to survive, like keep going in this little mini universe they've built. Like how will... How will is Spider Man like is he like a Baron on Doom World or something? You know that's a good question because I mean I would feel like there has to be more than one Spider Man in on Battle World, right? Yeah, because you at least at the very least you have like there's a Marvel Zombie Spider Man, and then there's another Spider Man that is in like you know that's not a zombie. And then, but there's like a whole like 1602 world, you know. So like, there's probably a, a Peter Parker that's a spider type person there, and there's a whole spider island. And so I don't know. And like, when if you if you're reading those books, they didn't do this whole build. I don't. They didn't do. weren't doing this whole build up either. Where like the entire Marvel universe. Every book wasn't doing this build up, so like wouldn't it just switch all of a sudden over where you one day you're reading and Peter Parker is like a, a mild man reporter, next thing you know, boom, he's he's like uh having dinner with Doctor Doom about ruling his his country and stuff. Well, I mean some of the books do do a build up. Oh, is Sable coming back? That would be What's cool. Silver, Silver Sable? Sable? Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. I don't see how she would survive this. <laughs> But That's because you don't know Silver Sable. <laughs> yeah, the whole universe just died. Her, her nine millimeters and and nice helicopter ain't gonna save her. She's a what, what's it? Some, some carrion scrapper. <laughs> like, um, you don't chop. I, I will say that I will say that there's like, like some books do go directly into. Like what's happening with Secret Wars or whatever. Some of them like ended before Secret Wars. Um, but I mean, I think all of them are, are gonna either, like, I think all of them acknowledge it at some point or like, you know, or, well, no, that's not true. Cause some uh, just end and then there's like the next thing is Secret Wars. Like that's the end of the arc and then it's like, the next time you see that character, they'll be involved in Secret Wars or not. We didn't really... Oh, sorry. Go no, go ahead. No, no, you finish your thought. No, that, that was the end of my thought. Good. Um, Secret Wars is very dense, and that's mm-hmm. why this review... <laughs> we haven't even talked about the art. <laughs> I know, that's true. You're right. You're right. It's kind of what we've all been talking about. Ramification. Yeah, because it's just... Yeah, there's so much stuff involved in it. Um, I like the art. Yeah, the art's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, no, Assad Assad Ribic's been good though, and I, mean, I just good. don't like his take on Dragon Man. Well, I think the Dragon Man thing is more about it being like an alternate. Oh, it's an alternate. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think it's the the Dragon Man oh, that. Okay. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's another well, version. Well, yeah, because he looked like Dragon Man Zero. Right. And I, yeah, I think That's, it's a different version of Dragon Man. Right, yeah. where he looks like Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Goliath from Gargoyles. That's funny. 
But what what I will say is where Asad Rivik did fail is in issue one. He there's like a, a like he made She Hulk look really strange. Stranger than in her own book. Yeah, that's, in my opinion, that's crazy. Because I mean, at least the one in her own book, which is bad, looks like cartoony a little bit. It's just bad, right? <laughs> this one, I was like, why did he like something about the way she was in a a, a particular uh, position with Hulk, and she looked like so strange. There must be a bet going on on over at Marvel on who could get the worst version of <laughs> of uh, She Hulk actually published. That's because funny. She's getting oh, worse yeah, that's and bad. worse and worse. Yeah, I didn't even know which one you're talking about, but I know which one you're talking about just from opening the book. Yeah, it's it's, it's this one, right? Every month, yeah. some mm-hmm. some goddamn artist is collecting five dollars from another artist, and ah, I got you this month. But she looks worse than yours. The cover of A Force looks fantastic, and she's like front and center there. So. That's your boy, Jim Chung. Yeah, the guy that doesn't want to do interviews. Well, he's an artist. <laughs> yeah. Ms. H has an interview with Ron Mars coming up on uh on Mom's Minute. That's awesome. Why is Ms. H talking to Ron Mars? Because comics is everything. Mm-hmm. That's like why all he... games is gonna change its name. It's gonna have its own secret wars. It's gonna be called allcomics.com. <laughs> Fantastic Forum Island? Yeah. Awesome. And I'll be Emperor Doom. <laughs> comics comics one on one takes over. <laughs> but uh yeah, the art all in all is fantastic. And you know, the especially like issue one and, and this is something that issue two doesn't have, even though I enjoyed it. Like issue one has moments. Issue two doesn't really have moments as much, but it just takes off running. It's a lot of interesting things happening. Like it's more like it's like Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, oh, issue one or issue two? Issue two. See, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I think issue one has to be the Fury Road. Yeah, issue one is definitely Fury Road. But issue issue two is like starting an RPG, <laughs> which I love. You know, because yeah. you're like reading stuff, and you're like, oh wow, what's that building? That's where everybody's like eating cookies and like like scribbling on their character sheets while the DM. Is like going this big, huge backstory about the lands. They do. I, I just want to get to the part where I roll a dice and kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, but like the and it's funny because uh, I saw Hickman basically saying like, I don't know that I'm gonna do any more. Like I don't think see myself ever writing any more Punisher because he's like I think I did like the best Punisher moment I could probably ever do. Like everything after anything I write after that. It's probably just going to be like ridiculous and terrible. What him showing up and shooting everybody? Yeah, that's yeah. every Punisher moment in every goddamn Punisher book and every goddamn movie. arc. <laughs> every Punisher movie. Yeah, he always does that. I wrote the definitive Punisher moment. It's like everybody well, wrote that moment. No, no, he's not saying he wrote the definitive Punisher moment. He's right. He wrote the best Punisher moment that he could write. Is what he said. Uh, <laughs> Derek's like, whatever. Mm. But hey, guys, I got an idea. Punisher goes into a room with a bunch of bad guys and then shoots them. <laughs> oh, you can't, you, you can't do better than that. Oh, <laughs> where's where's my gif of, the, of everybody standing around with the guy coming, put his hand on his face, walking through the camera? <laughs> oh, Joe, you look—you have something to say? No, I was just thinking about the best Punisher moment was him and a. Uh, 
Painkiller Jane, where she had a crush on him and kept, like, following him around. And he's like, look, is there any way to get you? He goes to her, and he's like, look, if we do this, will you stop following me? (laughs) And so he, like, fucks her, and she goes her separate way. (laughs) So, uh... Oh, and the Christmas one where he had to, like, get the gangsters without, like, doing any acts of violence. Ah. Which was awesome. So, in closing, <laughs> Derek H., what, what would you rate Secret Wars? All of them, all together, I, out of 10, I would give it a 9. Um, if I had to go uh, issue 1, I would give it a 9. Issue 2, I would give it a 6. What if you're doing it out of 5? Out of 5? Oh, is that what you guys go by? Yeah. Okay, it's a... Uh, Four and a half stars. Gotcha. It's excellent. I mean, you got to read it. I'm worried about where it's going to go, but I'm also excited about where it's going to go. So there you go. Sounds fair. Jay, what would you rate it? I'd give it a three out of five. It's fair. Moses? I'd give it a 4.5. Word. Uh, I I think I'd give it four and a half as well because it's fun and I enjoy it thoroughly. And it made that, me sad. That She-Hulk image knocked it down half a point. <laughs> As it should. As it should. But, dude, Colossus giving the Hulk, using the Hulk with the fastball special? Like, that's awesome. Who gets to do that? That's awesome. I love that. There's a lot of other fun stuff. Well, maybe not fun, but <laughs> but a lot like of notable stuff. It's, right. It's a delightful romp. It's delightful, right? I like the Molly better. You like the Molly better? Yeah. Meh. Ecstasy? I wonder how long. No, fastball special long. with Molly. I thought it was better. And that, are you guys doing Convergence next week? Nah. <laughs> we did issue one, and we talked about zero. Yeah, issue six now. What are you talking about? You did issue one. We did. We did. We did issue one and zero. Um. Maybe I'm what right now? Convergence issue six. I we know where Convergence is, and I've read them. They're actually on seven. Seven? No, they're not on seven. Seven comes out on Wednesday. Well, but it's not Wednesday yet. It'll be in shops tomorrow. Are those still here? Uh, I have. I think five and six are here, but I'll get zero through four for you. Okay, cool. So you can I read. I feel them. like you people are biased. How are we biased? We the same the same review we just did of zero and one of Secret Wars is what we did for Convergence. Not only we did more because out. I read like every tie-in those two weeks. Nah, we did talk about the tie-ins. And too. I talked about which ones was terrible, which ones was good, and you know, yeah, all trust, of them were bad. Trust me, we won't we won't be like we we did mention two this week Look, because DC's not even talking about Convergence. <laughs> we mentioned two this week. Only because we, we meant to talk about Secret Wars last week, and we didn't. But uh, we probably won't talk about Secret Wars again until the end. The same way we probably won't talk about Convergence again until the end. You, th- right. you think they would do another Secret Wars after they decide to end this new universe? Are you talking about Marvel? Or something. <laughs> well, I mean, Marvel is th- starting a new universe, and I wonder how long it's going to last. Wait a minute. Are you saying the new universe is coming back, too? 
<laughs> is, is, is Kickers Inc. Saying... Kickers Inc. land? Kickers Inc. <laughs> no, I mean we have Marvel's is setting up a new universe, I, which I will think... be a combination of whatever they have. But I wonder how long it's going to last until they decide to kind of wipe it and create another one again. I mean, this isn't something that Marvel does often. Like, in fact, this is the first time Marvel's ever like actually gotten rid of their universe. Like, they're not DC. Don't, don't, don't misconstrue what's happening here. Like, yes, the Marvel universe as we know it is ending, and there'll be probably a new universe afterwards. But this is the first time this has happened, and it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the only time that it'll happen, at least for a long, long while. So, yeah. I don't think, don't look for it to happen again in a year and a half. Like, they'll reboot, maybe. The only time this will happen. The only time that this, the only time Marvel reboot the entire universe again is all their comics stop selling or something like that. You have yet to buy a single Marvel comic. This upsets me. You do not know how much this upsets me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mo, you got enough time to do Justice League? Uh, real quick. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it real quick. I gotta be out before nine thirty. Well, that's fine. My hips killing me, and <laughs> I gotta wake up early. Wait, wait, don't, don't ever say your hips killing you again until you age another thirty years. Bro. Well, what happened? <laughs> I'm too fat to jog. You're not so, too fat to jog, dude. I went jogging, and my hips been hurting for two weeks. Oh, I'm sorry, friend. You should swim. Was that a whale joke? <laughs> no. That's a low impact exercise joke. Yeah. Well, not a joke. When I make more money, it was it was actually just a <laughs> make more money. Yeah, go to a public pool. No, little black That's kids take disgusting. a shit in those. Little black. Why not just go to the ocean where all the fish shit in? Why not just do that instead? Moses or oh, Moses um, just go to oh I don't fitness and start working out. To where Planet Fitness? Planet Fitness. Yeah, but they don't have one in my area. There's no pools in Planet Fitnesses. There is in the East Coast. Oh, really? And in Seattle, they have lockers. There are no lockers in Planet Fitness? I don't think so. Because I, I remember, is. I remember um, Loserly posted a story about how the women's locker room uh, banned a transgender mm-hmm. because it made people feel uncomfortable. And... Um, Basically, they revoked the transgender lady's membership because the contract says you're not allowed to do things that make other members uncomfortable. Mm. And by, and, by, exist, by existing. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember I commented. Why could I commented. Just... I'm like, wow, Planet Fitness has lockers at 10 bucks a month? <laughs> and then she blocked me. Did this really block you for real? Nah. Oh, I'm like, uh, why can't they just let her use the men's room? Because men are uncomfortable. Oh. And she and if she identifies as a woman, then right. she can't want to go around a bunch of guys. Right, exactly. Because guys will try to fuck her anyway. We're fucking filthy bastards. I don't I, I don't know anything about any of that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> All right. What Moses said. Talk, so, talking about men being filthy bastards, just as like <laughs> So Justice League 40 is like, is the issue just before Convergence. Um, and 
it it's the end of it's not what's the name what's the book the name of that story arc I can't remember the Doomsday War or uh, what's his name Dark Side Thanos War Thanos War oh <laughs> no yeah Dark Side War yeah I think it's Dark Side War that's it, not it oh damn it where that's is that book not it it's right there oh boom okay there we go yeah it's um. Dark Side War. It's uh, written by Jeff Johns. Uh, this book actually has art by Kevin McGuire, Phil Jimenez, Dan Jurgens, and Jerry Ordway. Um, Scott Collins, Jason Fabuk, Jim Lee, um, and that's it as far as like pencils are concerned. Now, I know that you might be saying to yourself, that's a lot of artists, and yeah, I know DC books are only like 20 pages or 22 pages. That sounds like it's a disaster, and I'm here to tell you that it's not. It, it, this book actually looks great. It's a, a few different art styles, but they don't ever, like, it doesn't look like a hodgepodge. They actually, like, the, the, the artists that they go to uh, from page to page, like, complement really well and so like you do have a different art style towards the end of the book than you start off with but because the change is like kind of gradual I, I think it works really well um and the story the story is basically a setup between or set up, setting up which I, this whole arc has basically been a setup between of a battle between Darkseid and this ver- the New 52 version of the Anti-Monitor, like, fighting one another. And, uh... I mean, I will say, it, it's it's interesting. I, it's not what you're going to get in Convergence, <laughs> but it's interesting. I don't know. What did you think of it, Mo? Um, I didn't get to read it as much as I would like. <laughs> That's fair. But I do like that they're kind of mentioning all the like post-crisis, pre-crisis stuff, pre-New 52. Yeah. Which is... That's all I really need to really enjoy all these fucked up changes. You know, <laughs> or not be angry with them. It's just acknowledge that it's like... The other like, stuff existed. Make it part of a canon because it's it's like the new Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Like, right. They both can, both realities can coexist. Right. And, yeah. And that is basically the big story in this right. book in that they kind of made the whole timeline, everything that's happened in the DC Universe right. in the past, like, canon. Which which might be teasing what they're going to do after Convergence. Very, yeah. And, and once again, like how you were saying, like, it kind of shows how the events kind of parallel where it is a kind of like okay well everything we've done before let's put that all in one pot and let's pick the best things out of that pot right and make it the new status quo which i thought that's what they were doing with new 52 but it wasn't no no new 52 was completely different it was uh a new stew <laughs> which of shit they totally could have done that with new 52 right. they just didn't they didn't um but yeah, I mean, and it's interesting because it, like, I mean, 
I definitely don't have the same history uh, with DC continuity as I do with Marvel continuity. But I was still around, of course, from, you know, as a comic book reader. And, you know, I would read, I, I'd read different, different uh, DC books. And it's interesting how some of these events, they have, I, I don't know, I mean, I think of Infinite Crisis uh, as a, or Crisis on Infinite Earths as a big deal. And right. like a, a game changer in for DC definitely and for comics in general. But there are other events that DC kind of puts at that same level that I'm like, oh, I don't even, like, I don't think of Infinite Crisis as the same level of event for whatever reason. But I guess DC does. Same thing with Flashpoint, even. Even though Flashpoint changed the entire DC universe, it doesn't seem like it's the same as Infinite or Crisis on Infinite Earths to me. Flashpoint, to me, seems like it was all caused by Flash just running fast for a little while, and all of a sudden everything changed. Which like, I just love went back that. in time, mm-hmm. changed one thing, and boom, everything's changed. Like that doesn't really, that shouldn't constitute this big. What that shouldn't constitute what happened, what the result was. Yeah, like I mean, the action was too small for the result. But that's the whole point. Like, it's like the butterfly effect, right? You know, um, I I think. Uh, was it Crisis on Two Earths or, or Multiple Earths? The animated? The, the, no, the original one like was a product of that, of Flash running too fast. Mm. You know? Um, that brought the Golden Age and Earth 1 and Earth oh, 2 yeah. together. Uh-huh. So, you know, and it, it had some ramifications and, you know, then it happened again and then Flash went again and then it's going to happen on the TV show. <laughs> right. So, I love it. And it's interesting how, like, that is something that, ha- like, the idea that flashes are at the center point of big events like this is, I don't know, it's it's a little strange to me because it's like, it, 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 it's cool, I guess, because, especially considering that the character is one that doesn't necessarily always have, like, like all this gravitas to him, that but he's still the one that's important. That's kind of cool, but at the same time, because he's not always, he doesn't have to always have that gravitas, it does seem a little weird and like fly by night that it's like, you know, this guy, like, he just does, he's just doing all types of things, and next thing you know, your whole world is different. Well, yeah, and that's, that's kind of what I like about it, too, because when it originally happened, it was just an issue of the Flash, mm-hmm. you know? Right, right. And, and then they realized that it, aff- it could affect the other books around, and... That's what makes it so, because he did it by accident. Right. So it's like, you know, then he started, when he when he got into doing it on purpose, that's when she got real fucked up. Right. You know, because it's like, he shouldn't have been fucking with that in the first place. Right. And then we're going to see that on the TV show. <laughs> I felt bad when uh, Oliver said at the end of in the era, he's like, I feel happy. I'm like, just wait until Flash runs fast. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All this shit's going away, Oliver. But, but Justice League, uh, Justice League Forty is. I mean, and it's interesting because this ended, and I was like, you know, I was interested in what's going to happen next with the story, and I was wondering, like, oh, well, is this going to just end because convergence? But the this came out before uh, Free Comic Book Day, and the story continues actually in. Yeah, the free di- comic divergence, right? Right, which was the one of DC's free comic book day offerings, 
And so the story continues there, and I, I, I got Divergence and read that. And that said, you know, the rest of the story will be, you'll see in Justice League 41. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is Justice League 41? Like, <laughs> you know, because I, I, again, I'm not as, I'm not as fine-tuned or tuned into what's happening all through Convergence. But I thought all the all the titles were get, basically getting transferred to Convergence books because I know there's a Convergence Justice League and there's a Convergence Justice League International and a Convergence uh, Justice Society. So I just assumed we weren't getting any more Justice League at least until after Convergence, mm-hmm. which and that still might be the case. Like maybe Justice League Forty One will just pick up where this leaves off, even though I do believe. That um, you know, I don't actually. You know, I'm not 100 percent certain if this anti monitor is. I don't think this anti monitor is in convergence. I think the the other one though is the one from the multiversity book is in convergence. So I don't know. Maybe this will just continue in 41 in two weeks, or I mean, two weeks in. A month and a half or whatever and then that's it but it was a good it's a good story i enjoyed it i've been i've been actually enjoying these last few issues of justice league uh i hope it keeps going on did you read batman 40 i haven't read batman 40 yet i i, I have it here yeah. but you should I, check it out yeah you know absolute i just i just haven't gotten to it quite yet i've been meaning to i know it's it's powerful no- oh i know it's gonna be good because I've been enjoying the story up until this point, so, and I think that that I, I wasn't certain if that continues in Divergence too, because I know there's a Batman story in there as well, written by Snyder and Capullo, but I, I hadn't read it yet because I figured I'll read Batman Forty first because I think that came out before Free Comic Book Day, if I'm not mistaken. So, anyway, okay, it's time to get out of here. Uh. Let me bring this down a notch. Bam. Bam. Oh, okay, maybe I should bring that up just a little bit. Okay. Derek Gage. Oh, wait, actually, Tireclaw, you on the line? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Tireclaw, give me some final thoughts. Some final thoughts? Well, uh, you know, are you familiar with uh, Gary Anthony Williams? Yes, the voice of the, the voice of Uncle Ruckus. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, he's going to be no Bebop in the Ninja Turtle sequel. Okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> I haven't yep. seen the first Ninja Turtles, so you know, I, I'll probably watch that sometime soon, though, just to see what it's like. You know, it's like. Michael Bay. Uncle Ruckus says Bebop. That's going to be pretty interesting. Michael Bay. He's not going to do the Michael Ruckus voice. The Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, I know. He 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 has uh, he has a lot of range when when he does a lot of voices. My favorite character he played was Smart Brother. (laughs) Yeah. He's actually done voices for um, Adventures or Smiteyest Heroes. I think he did a voice in one of the Batman cartoons. Yeah. As well. He's in a lot of voices. He's cool people. Yeah. 
Thanks, Tiger Claw. Appreciate you, buddy. Talk to you next week. All right. I'll see you later. Derek H., final thoughts? Uh, over the past few weeks, I've been uh, getting back on my comic heritage thanks to YouTube and people reading stuff to me on YouTube. And I look forward to, uh, instead of having strangers tell me about Comic Six Street, uh, having my good buddies at Fantastic Forum tell me about comic history on YouTube. Woo. Hint, 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 hint. Woo! Thanks, Derek. Appreciate you, bud. Appreciate you. All right. Talk to you later. Jay, final thoughts? Um, I started watching the anime School Days. I heard it gets better. Word. That's uh, the Spike Lee joint. School days? Yeah. No. Since when does Spike Lee do anime? Spike Lee did school days. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a, okay. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> Moses, final thoughts? Uh, I had a final thought, but I forgot it. Um... Yeah, just rate the archives on YouTube, on YouTube iTunes, and uh, stay tuned for more archives. This fantastic forum. Until next week, we're out. Up in the sky! Look, it's a plane! It's a plane! It's Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver, gold, vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver, gold, vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com.